Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. short week I've ever had. That's, <laughs> it's an understatement. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> we weren't here on Monday. No. So I am looking forward to... It doesn't feel like that. Shutting, shutting it down this week. You're right. This was one week? This was one week. All right. Yeah. Well, this was 2023 already. Yeah. I a whole year. Merry Christmas. Yeah. We yeah, crammed a whole year into... It feels like that. Maybe that's why I felt so Four weird. Uh, I went outside and I realized my Christmas lights were still on, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm definitely the last one on the on the block." I haven't even noticed. It's so late, and I went and unplugged it, and then realized no, there's probably four more houses that are still lit. I, I haven't even noticed. They're, everything's coming down today. Yours are still on though. I mean, uh, my lights, know, yeah, night. yeah, my lights are on. I'll, I'll unplug them today. I'm not taking them down. Somebody else does that for me. <laughs> I, yeah, same, same here. Um, I said, yeah, I'm taking down my lights. That's a lie. I did that enough times and would spend 12 hours doing it, and it would look like garbage. No, my wife is, uh, it's not like she hates the Christmas season. She just doesn't like it. <laughs> really? Yeah, she's not, you know, thought, listen, she's Jewish. Yeah, I thought she was coming she's around. Jewish. Uh, I think she pretends to come around now, did, or uh, pretends to be enthused because I'm somewhat enthused. Uh, did her dislike have anything to do with your gift giving for a couple years there? No, Ooh. no. I just think that when she got together with me, you know, my traditions, my decorations, all that stuff was something she wasn't really used to. Oh, like you personally, like as a single 20-something, you were into that? No, but when we 
started making a home. Oh, oh, I see. I see. Like, oh, we need to get a Christmas tree. We need to get the stockings. We need to get, you know, my my mom gave me all these tchotchkes to, you know, put up on the oh, mantle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boxes and boxes that sit boxes in the basement. Boxes of stuff, yeah. For 11 and a half months. And to her, and she looked at it last night, and she said, all this is coming down tomorrow. It just looks like clutter at this point. Yeah. That, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, when you're but, outside but, the holiday season, it's clutter. But in December, oh, in December, it's clutter. It's just fun clutter. Yeah, it feels warm and, as they say, it does. cozy. It does. It, it kind of like somehow in just three weeks or four weeks or however, however long you have it up, when you get rid of it, you're like, man, there's a lot more space in this yeah. room. Do we need something yeah. else to fill My house corner? is going to feel bigger. <laughs> I know. And do you guys have like old decorations, like stuff from, I have a couple childhood I thought I did, but things. I, I guess, I don't know if those got put up this year. I, I thought I had some like childhood ornaments, but maybe my parents have all that. Like I have a couple childhood things that are that are up. Yeah, I got I got some. My mom's been giving me more through the years, so she's trying to get rid of it. Oh yeah, yeah. We see my parents every Let's week. Get it out of here. And and my dad has a box and is always like, "Hey, got you something." It's uh, like, oh, he's <laughs> he's getting stuff yeah. out of his house and putting it in my. Yeah, it's a benefit yeah. of living a thousand miles away from where you grew up. You know, you don't get that. Yeah, yeah. The, the last week we were down at my mom's and we moved this cabinet inside her house and um, out in the garage. You know, someone's like, hey, you got to look at this thing. And I open it up, and it's stuff I haven't seen since probably middle school. And you're like, you, yeah, you take it home now. Yeah, yeah. You're open like, the trunk. Great. Yeah, every once in a while, I'll get it. Hey, you have some room in your suitcase? Mm-hmm. Cool. Take home uh. this. Hey, were my, were my old baseball cards in there? Because those are still missing. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, I, uh, I won't well, I don't want to bring that up because that upsets my mother. <laughs> well, then. She insists they were not thrown out, although they were missing. My old baseball cards. They'll turn, they'll turn up. They'll turn up somewhere. They're, they're under the Christmas yeah. decorations. No worries, Ma. <laughs> I found no your worries. collection, but you only had common players. That's weird. You didn't have uh, any of the good cards. All gone. All gone. But yeah, a lot of stuff is going to come down today. Are you looking forward to that? Yeah, it's time. Yeah. It's I, time. I I sometimes dread it, but I, I feel good about um Oh, well, what am I saying? I didn't take anything down. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to take a nap, and uh, and when I when I woke up there, or when I got up, most of it was down. The tree is still down. The tree oh, is still in the living it? room. Yeah, she was just uh, like good for you. And she and she said like, yeah, I just had a few a few uh, a few minutes, and I just had the the bug, and I was like, I I, I got to get this oh, stuff good down. For you. And she cleared it all. That is so nice. The, the tree is still there because I have to put that up in the attic. And that's my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tree, the fake tree we have is not huge, but you know, you take the sections off. You f- you you fold up the branches. <laughs> mm-hmm. You fold up the branches and you put it in that we have a big red. You know, vinyl bag that the thing goes into. Oh, a bag. Nice. Yeah, it's like a zip-up thing. We try to stuff it in the original box. Yeah, that's what I do, uh, and it has all this tape through the years now. Yep, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Throw it in the bag, go in the basement, <laughs> see you next year. Hey, uh, any of you guys going to the Dan Cummins show? Yes, definitely. One of them, at least. There's there's two, right? Yeah. Two so or our three. buddy Dan Cummins coming to the pageant January 28th. He's got two shows. He's got a, he's got a 5 o'clock and an 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out what show is going to be the better to go to. Oh, they're both are going to be fantastic. I'm sure they're both yeah. going to be great. You're, he's Scott. What he just said is he's trying to feel out which one is easier to park near. Okay, that I, does play into yeah. it, honestly. So I would figure maybe the five o'clock show would be better. <laughs> you yeah. would think, but then for parking, there's you know there's a lot of, a lot of other things. Well, going down. you know the. Crowd will be not as relaxed at the five, you know, because they have other stuff they got to do, so they won't be hammered. The no, eight o'clock's the crowd. Parking's like, going to be 
at a premium at the 8 o'clock show because people from the 5 o'clock show are just going to keep where they are and hang out in the, uh, in the loop. This is Ooh. the greatest scenario we could be in because we know him. We can text him and say, what do you think we should do? Should we come to the 5 or the 8 and just leave it up yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could do that. I could do that for sure. But I need to make a decision because I got to get my tickets. I got a buddy actually flying in. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we have a Man. big group coming. Like, I got a buddy flying in. Remember I was talking about Wilmington, North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, uh, it was United Van Lines. They put out their list every year of mm-hmm. immigration and, uh, you know. States that people States that people move into and move out of. Yeah. And cities as well. And Wilmington, North Carolina was the number one city, according to United Van Lines, where people are moving to. So he's. Because of Dawson's Creek, that's why. That's it. Mm-hmm. He lives there. He's going to, you know, we're good buddies. Actually, he's the one that introduced me to Dan Cummins. He's the one that said, hey, check out, I see Dan Cummins is coming to that's town. That's right. I remember you saying that. You, 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 because you, uh, you told me one morning, you said, hey, uh, my buddy told me about this podcast. Uh, I think this guy's coming to town. Research it and see if, uh, see if we can get him in here. And we got in, we got him in here and we fell in love. Yeah. We fell in love with the guy. Yeah, so he's going to fly in just for the show and I want to make sure we go to the one because I'm not going to both yeah well do you want him to do more of what he had planned or well it's at the pageant so it's a little different it's at the pageant so it'll be the same show probably both times are you sure because those stand-up guys sometimes the vibe of the show is different and they'll kind of riff five o'clock and eight o'clock depending on early show late show I think they're both going to be spectacular. Yeah, they're going to be really fun, but, you know, the later one's always the one where I want the rowdy one. Chirp. Okay, that's where they're... So probably 8 o'clock? If you're looking for rowdy, I would say 8. 8. That's the one, because everyone's cutting loose by then, and they've already, you know, they already went out to dinner, and they had drinks in, and so they're coming in ready to also be hilarious. Yeah, and a lot of our comedian friends that'll do uh, three shows in a night, they will say, you know, the first one is is fun, it's whatever. The second one is a little bit more rowdy and and, and real kind of loose. And the third one can be a drunk fest, and sometimes it can be a mess. Yeah, if you're a comedian listening, let us know. What's what's the worst crowd? Is it Friday? Is it the Friday early show? Oh, Is it the Friday late show? I bet you it it, it depends on the style of comedian as well. I was to say, as someone who's uh, a paid, paid comedian now, uh, <laughs> I will say the uh, if you only do one show ever, uh, Sunday or whenever they give you the opportunity to go on stage is the best. Oh, time. Sunday one o'clock, yes, yeah. that's the best. Sunday, that's when I did mine. It was, oh, when you open up for Craig Gas, yeah, it was like Sunday at seven or something. Oh, Sunday seven, Sunday seven p.m. Yeah, all right, that's prime time. Yeah, it's the best. One. Hey, the best one I've ever. That's had. when you try out new stuff. <laughs> Crowd was crazy. That's it. Let's try out new stuff time. Yeah. <laughs> let's bring out a guy who's never done this mm-hmm. before time. I'm so looking forward to that. We have a whole crew, Me too. too. Like, I mean, we, we have a, a ton of friends that I didn't even know uh, were, uh, were big uh, Time Suck podcast fans. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I love I love his podcast. I've never seen the stand-up. I can't wait for the show. So Holy like, cow. Is that, Thursday, is that Thursday race show night? Uh, that's the, the tw- 24th, right? So that's Tuesday. That's oh, a week. It is a Tuesday week. Tuesday is Riz Show night at the Blues game. That's right. Against the Devils. Wow. Um, oh, no, yeah. Sabres. It's Sabres. Let's see. Yeah, Monster Jam is January 21st uh-huh. and 22nd. Uh, then we have uh, January 24th. That's a Tuesday. That's a Tuesday. Riz Tuesday. night at the Blues All game. All right. And then, yeah, a few days later, we got Dan coming to right. two shows. And Come my buddy's coming now. to town. Wow. 
Yeah, it's going to be wild. Got some stuff to look forward to. That's going to be a wild couple weeks. Monster Jam. Oh, my gosh. We are bringing like 20 people to to Monster Jam. And you also have Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle that Sunday, that week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I forgot that that's like a few weeks away. They haven't reached out to me yet, but. Well, they will. I'm sure. Oh, that's the 22nd? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the same night as Sam Morell. Oh, well, then I'll be at Sam. That's a Riz Show Presents Sam Morell. He's awesome. And he'll be on the phone with us next week, next Uh, Friday. uh, Next uh, Monday. Oh, so this coming Monday. Uh, I know he's going to call in. The 16th. Okay, so that's, yeah, the following Monday. Our buddy Polo is going to be in town for that. Polo's going to be sitting in on the show Monday. He's got some shots coming to him. So do you. Well. Moon's got some tushy shots coming today. Oh, today? Yeah, we're going to do it today. I'm wearing my good underwear. Hey, lucky. NFL Week 18. (laughs) Okay. First games are tomorrow. Well, remember my buddy from Wilmington, United Van Line, said that uh, Wilmington was the city that more people are moving to than anywhere else in the U.S. And this is some good news. Now, that's United Van Lines, which is a St. Louis company. U-Haul, which we all know U-Haul. Yeah. Every January, and I'm reading this from the Riverfront Times, every January moving truck rental company U-Haul releases their data about where Americans moved to in the previous year. And according to the data released by U-Haul yesterday, a good number of people moved to St. Louis or the St. Louis area in 2022. St. Louis came in at number 11. Wow, that's great. On U-Haul's list of growth cities for 2022. It was uh, one of uh, only a couple cities in the Midwest to make the list. And as far as, well, how did we do last year? Didn't even make the top 25. Wow, okay. But according to U-Haul, and it's weird because United Van Lines numbers are a lot different than U-Haul's. Wilmington, North Carolina is not even in the top 25 as far as where people are moving. Ocala, Florida is number one. Ocala which is a city in Florida about halfway between Orlando and Gainesville. Oh, and we that's know where Ocala. a lot of our headline Hoosh stories come from, yeah, that we, area. We know Ocala quite Call that the Hoosh Belt. Quite well. I think they probably take up 18% of yeah. the headline Yeah, that in St. Petersburg. Or they grow them strong down there. Saint, so all of our headline Hoosh stories, for the most part, are Ocala, St. Petersburg, Tampa, or Clearwater. Oh, yeah, Clearwater. That's in the Hoosh Belt. Clearwater is a competitor. <laughs> so Ocala... Sacramento, California, Madison, Wisconsin, Palm Bay, Melbourne, Florida, Auburn, Alabama, Northport, Florida, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Surprise, Arizona, Huntsville, Alabama, Charleston, South Carolina, and then St. Louis, number 11, Athens, Georgia, Missouri City, Texas, Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina, Richardson, Texas, Fort Collins, Colorado, Henderson, Nevada, and then uh, Reno and... Sandy Springs, Georgia, is the 25th most moved to city. Sandy's- it's pretty wild that the how we do this in culture, you know, for a long time, it's the West Coast is the hot spot. The New England was the hot spot. But it's interesting, the place that everyone always made fun of, the South is now oh, look at this. the destination. I've never seen this before. I've never seen Sandy Springs, Georgia. City in Georgia, city in uh, northern Fulton County. Don't drink the water there. It's- oh, it's an... Wait, an inner ring suburb of Atlanta. Oh, okay. There's, there's Where? Like a, there's like a skyline, Sa- Sandy Springs. Because it sounds like something that would be on the, uh, you know, on the coast or something. And look, look at this. Uh, is that an ocean? Is that a river? 
I think this. I is don't Atlanta. know where that is. I think this is Atlanta, though. Look, I mean, it's got a, a, yeah, a suburb a cityscape. of Atlanta. So yeah, yeah so that's a, like inner that, ring suburb of Atlanta. But yeah, seems nice. So never, I've like never the, been to Atlanta. Chesterfield or something. It's a nice town, easy to cruise around in. No a lot traffic. of great strip clubs, am I right? Absolutely. Am I right? He is wrong about the traffic. I mean, he's oh. saying that because, dude, that's the the problem with Atlanta is if you try to like cut through, or let's say you're going down south and you're you're cutting through Atlanta and it's the wrong time of day, you are stuck for hours. It is brutal, Riz. Oh, you remember when they had that snowstorm down there? Oh yeah. It was a couple years ago. They got like an inch of snow. The whole city uh, shut down for hours. People were abandoning their cars. It is an incredible city. It's it's crazy vibrant. Uh, even some of the like the leftover um, stuff from the Olympics that was ninety six, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 really cool. It's, the people are awesome. The the colleges and the whole vibe down there is is pretty cool. The concert scene is spectacular. The music scene, uh, but it is it is packed. It just feels. Like a it's crowded place? Crazy. Yeah, crowded. it's a massive city. It and really is. Yeah. It's a massive city, but it somehow like it feels like a big city, but it doesn't look like one, if that makes sense. No, I don't know. I've never been high rise stuff it. is not endless. You know, like some cities is having where they're I'd, endless. I've but. just had no reason to go to Atlanta. Atlanta seems to be one of those cities for me where I need a reason to go, whether it be a work thing or Yeah. I'm not gonna go vacation in Atlanta. Well, they, yeah, yeah. you love soda, and they have the Coca-Cola Museum there. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay. It's cool. A lot of wild experiences concert-wise down there for sure. They have that cool venue where it's an old Baptist church. and Yeah, Atlanta is definitely one of those cities I would need to go to. I'd have to have a reason to go to. I had some friends that played in the NFL down there that took us to different places. And when you're with those guys, you know, you're like, oh, they, hey, you're, they, at the, you're at the nice places. Yeah, yeah. You're at the bottle, surf, uh, bottle service spots and all that. And I think you actually said there was some sort of like um, stat that they have like the most bars or the most whatever it was. I uh, think it's the most strip clubs per capita. Or is it or dance clubs? I, I never been to a strip club there, but like uh, the dance clubs or, or whatever it was, and they are everywhere. And, I mean, you go downtown Atlanta in certain in certain sections, and there's that's all dance clubs. Fifteen lines, and mm. like, wh- where where are these people going? Where are these people going? It's 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 a nightlife spot. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I'd like to go one day. So it's somebody give me a reason to go. Uh, I'm not vacationing Bart, there. Become a Falcons fan. Yeah. Okay. We we go, may do that. If you love uh, riding on trains, they have Bart. Nope. Okay. I uh, remember we were talking yesterday <laughs> about uh, things from 2013, which were well, you know, ten, which was yeah, ten, 10 years, years ago. Ten years old. We we're talking about cassette players, and we we're talking about. Uh, you know, what, what stuff is definitely out of fashion now that was in fashion in 2013? What do you think it'll be like a century from now in the year 2123? I'm not saying, and by the way, I'm not saying that, you know, cassette players were fashionable back then. We just got on a tangent. This was yesterday's show. Man. But what do you think it'll be like a century from now in 2123? Will we finally have... You know, flying cars are going to be ruled by robots. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. Where would you start in this in this thought process? Like, do you start with, like, transportation? Do you start with communication? Do you start with population uh, issues? I got a couple things I wrote down. What I think. These are predictions. Give me some ideas. Okay, yeah. Okay, ready? S- 60% of the world population will be fathered by Nick Cannon. <laughs> okay, Makes I see sense. where we're going. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, just Mars. Mars will have 3,000 Starbucks locations <laughs> in 2123. <laughs> that's more, that's, uh, that's the least likely thing of all of this. <laughs> People will abandon the metaverse after they discover an exciting new place called outside. <laughs> <laughs> that might happen this year. Yeah. Your crypto will actually be worth something. Ooh, Ooh. That's, that's what I'm betting on. Keenan Thompson will announce he is leaving SNL in 2123. <laughs> Good for him. It's been it's been a decent run. Uh, speaking of football, just looking at a quarterback will be flagged as roughing the passer. <laughs> In twenty one twenty three, the U.S. will consist of forty nine states and the Republic of Florida. Uh, the Simpsons will enter season one twenty five of not being as funny as it used to be. Oh, that, what? That's. In twenty one twenty three, that bottle of soy sauce in your fridge will finally expire. But still be fine because mm -hmm. that's just an arbitrary date. So many people will be having sex with cyborgs that married friends will mock them for having robotic sex. These are all my predictions for 2123. Write it down. Okay. All right, man. We'll see what happens. But the fascinating thing about, about me saying that is somebody went through old newspaper articles from 1923 to see what experts were predicting back then for 2023. This is going to be great. Flying cars. So how much did they get right and how much did they get wrong? I mean, some of them have to come true. Do you ever do this? Do you ever do this exercise? Like a, like a real uh, a time capsule of some sort? When I was a child, one of my favorite things to do, or not favorite things to do, but um, I, I forget when it was in the year, but my mom would write down, and this was, I think this was just an exercise she did with herself or with her sister. Um, she would write down, uh, this is what happened this year. This is what I think is going to happen next year. And, and then she would write, like, a letter for, like, 10 years. No, for, I've never that. done that. That's and she, cool. And she would open the 10-year one and sit down with me and my brother and, like, read it to us. And we would laugh because she would always think there was flying cars or whatever mm. the heck it was. That's funny. And well, then it, but, it was, but it was, like, a memorable that's thing. That's a good idea. But, yeah, whenever we were in first grade, I was a class of 2000. So they, in the Springfield's uh, City Hall, they put a time capsule there that would be released in 2000, you know, from the first graders. And I remember writing my story. Because we had to read it in front of class, and you know, everyone's talking about the flying cars and this and that. And uh, mine was, I was going to be the most famous guy in the world. All right, and, well, uh, sir. Yeah, it's like, well, it took. Well, you are the most famous guy in that little booth. That you yeah, that's for sure. On the weekends, I got popcorn out of selling out of that little booth. <laughs> so, what did they say in '23? In 1923. So, in 1923, here's what the quote unquote experts were predicting for 2023. And, and again, some have come true. Uh, for example, uh, constant airline traffic. They said there will be there will be a lot of airline traffic. Oh in, man, in we, well, it could be like a, the yeah, just so that's true. That's true. Yeah, uh, America's population would top three hundred million people. True, got true. that wow. right. Being able to talk to somebody in real time through your wrist uh, wristwatch, hundred percent true. Whoa, because that was like was that like a Dick, Dick Tracy? Dick Tracy, yeah. Yeah. Well, Holy in nineteen twenty three. That's what they were saying was going to be in 2023. The, the ones that haven't happened, though, I guess are a little more fun. Okay. <laughs> uh, in 1923, they said by 2023, people will work a max of four hours a day. The headline for that one that somebody dug up was, no more hard work by 2023. And they said, electricity will make it possible. Oh, okay. So yeah. this is so this is their version of the robots are taking our jobs. Yeah. Well, in 1923, less than half of the U.S. homes had power. 
Wow, that's that's that's, a, that's wrap your head around that. A hundred mm-hmm. years ago, less than half of U.S. homes had power. So by 2023, because of electricity, we'll only work four hours a day. We love, uh, my, you know, my wife and I, you guys are always giving us trouble for the period pieces that we love, but we're watching Downton Abbey for like the third time. It's just a big soap opera, but we, we, we do. There's so much stuff to watch. To watch that a third time seems like a complete waste. Oh, no, man. You get so much out of it that you didn't get the first or second time, and the characters are just exquisitely done. And uh, When you and say exquisitely done, I'm out. Nah, dude. It's awesome. I'm the, such a Neanderthal. The, when you the, say something's exquisite, the, the grandma, I'm done. The grandma that's played by, uh, like, one of the most famous actresses of all time, Maggie, uh, Maggie, Maggie Smith. Smith. Yeah. Uh, she's just the best character ever. Anyways, you watch this, and, and you get to watch how these, like, English rich folks dealt with electricity and the telephone for the first time and all that kind of stuff. And you realize, oh, my gosh, that wasn't long ago. They're ta- You know, they got like a blender mm-hmm. in the kitchen and one of the ladies is just terrified of it. And you're like, man, this is like real deal stuff. Just a generation or two back. Yep. Okay, in 1923, they predicted that in 2023 there would be no ugly people. They got that right. Yeah, they they thought... <laughs> Beauty pageants would become obsolete because it would be almost impossible to choose a winner. Yeah. That's, that's what they thought in 1923. Well, if you look at all the movements of everything now, you know, with uh, trying to be positive and this and that, I think they're almost correct. They predicted that women by 2023 will be painting their teeth black to be fashionable. They said uh, a lot of people whiten their teeth now, so that's... wonder what the train of thought there. Yeah. Was, I guess you know what it was. Probably they had no teeth whitener, and if they had brown teeth, if they went black, it looked probably nicer and cleaner. Maybe I don't know what the reasoning there was, but they also predicted that gasoline will be replaced by radio waves. So powering your car by blasting radio waves somehow. I don't know what they were thinking there, but that's what they thought. Yeah. They said the average life expectancy this year would be a hundred years old. And another expert in 1923 said 300 years old. Yeah, well, we messed that up, didn't mm-hmm. we? So back then in 23, the average in the U.S. as far as life expectancy was 57. Mm-hmm. And now, it's, do you guys know what it's around now? It was 70. 70 we, t- we topped out at 76 something, and I think it's now decreased to 74 and a half. It's, 70, it's, it's around 76. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is global or U.S.? This the U.S. has got to be U.S. U.S. Okay. Uh, the oldest living person is actually set to be 119 next month. So That's a Japanese woman? I thought it was a French woman. Now I thought the Japanese woman oh, died. Oh, she passed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that 119-year-old went, true. Yep. <laughs> Look at me. In 23, 1923, they said by 2023, flying from Chicago to Germany will only take 18 hours. They were too conservative on that one. It's It's really half that now. Around a, around a nine-hour flight. They say cancer would be eradicated by 2023. I mean, it's, it's not yet, but we're making pretty good progress. They said that homes would not have kitchens anymore. Um, because ro- robots? That one basically said we'd have to, uh, we, we'd have ways to make food using, quote, chemical formulas, and we wouldn't need to cook. Oh, is that kind of the idea of the pills? Where the you just pop a pill in and that would replace food. They said chemical formulas. We still have that in 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 our predictions now. For, hey, there's probably predictions for the twenty one twenty three going back to that that are uh, along the lines of dietary uh, advances, like you know, like a nutrition pill. Look, boop! I just yeah. got my eighteen hundred calories or whatever the heck I need. Yeah. 
They said that a telepathy will exist. It does. We just can't see it. <laughs> that that one even said we'd be able to speak to to babies telepathically. You can. Uh, let me show you. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how. Yeah, that's a sound. You got to use your mind. Well, I am using my mind. Use your it's, mind. It's, uh, it's, oh. That's what your mind is saying in the radio waves. That's what your mind is saying. <laughs> and they also said in 1923 that by 2023 there'd be something called kidney koozies, like beer koozies, but to keep your internal organs warm. Isn't that just a coat? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that a? Isn't, isn't that, that a coat? Your body? Aren't they already warm? Yeah, hopefully. Look up kidney koozies. That one I didn't uh, really understand. Hopefully they're a steady 98.6. Or, uh, that, that's that's the human temperature, right? 90, well, that's when you stick 6. the thermometer in your mouth. Right, but that's what, you're, that's what you're, you know, coasting temperature is supposed to be. Or something close to that. Oh, dude, speaking of sticking a thermometer in your mouth. Oh, dude, this this story. Kidney koozies. Kidney koozies. Yeah, look up kidney koozie, 1923. Yeah, do they have illustrations for this? Don't get me, let me forget about the... the the thermometer thing, because this is gross. Okay. I'm not finding... Um, I'll, keep, I'll keep researching. Kidney this. koozie. Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't see it. Who invented the koozie? 1923, New York Yankees, uh, blah, 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 blah. Now you can't find it? No, it was in the article I read. They didn't really explain what it is, but it was. they said it was something to keep your internal organs warm. <laughs> and I was like, that's a coat. <laughs> <laughs> keep your... Oh, I'll find it. All right, so this is a, a, I mean, a really gross prank if it's real. And I'm not sure if this is real or not. Okay, well, because it's on TikTok, and you know me, I'm, I'm always burned on this crap. What I think is real is always fake. I'm so gullible. So some TikToker posted a video where she asks her guy to take his temperature. And then she shoves a positive pregnancy test stick in his mouth. You know, the one that she supposedly just peed on. Oh. Uh, uh. And it, it, again, it's positive, so he, that's how he finds out. This isn't positive. That she's pregnant. Honey, can I check your temperature oh, under your tongue? Yeah. Are you going to put your tongue down? All right. Okay, what does it say? Ah! You're pregnant? Ah, that's just cutesy. It's fake. Got to be fake, right? Gotta yeah. Got to be. And the whole thing's set up. And that's, I mean. Because he, if it was real, he would have gone, mmm. That's kind of one of the reasons that I that I have heard that uh, a lot of the young folks um, are, are, like, kind of going away from TikTok and all that. Because it is so polished and, like, it's all set up now for, for the virility, you know, to, 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 to yeah. get some viral thing or to get us talking about it or people putting it on their FB you know what's you know pages. what's a, a big sign when when something's fake on TikTok or Twitter or whatever when somebody's trying to pull a quote unquote prank on somebody mm. it's when they look at the camera before they pull the prank and go shh yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. always that, that a, that's thing. always the biggest tell that whole thing I mean that's why our kids are like not interested in that stuff anymore because it's too slick it's too polished they, they they you can see right through that stuff yeah whenever they turn to the camera they go shh one finger over the lips shh. It's fake. I'm not buying it. I don't know if I buy this. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Why do you got to lie and deceive for the likes? Because it's cute and funny. I guess so. Maybe that's your way of announcing you're pregnant to the world. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, do you remember? Do you have a story, you know, being that you have a bunch of kids? Do you have a story of (sighs) being surprised when that stick was positive? 
Well, yeah, I remember I had a vasectomy reversal. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, and it didn't work, the first one. So then I had to have a second one. So, Wait, the reversal didn't work? The reversal did not work. So you got a vasectomy. Right. And then you went back and mm-hmm. said, I need this. I would like this reversed. I would like this reversed, so, so let's sew the tubes back together. Yes. And uh, it didn't work. It was unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. And then said, well, I guess I'll go to a better doctor and uh, pay a lot more money. Because uh-huh. <laughs> it... Just, yeah, it's not cheap. No. Nah. Like, the insurance will pay for the, for the, for the vasectomy. Yeah, that's like 600 bucks, and they'll pay for it. Well, because so. that makes sense, because it's cheaper to pay for the vasectomy for the right. for the insurance company you know than what? pay for a, a birth. And I'll be transparent. Let this be a lesson. Don't get the discount vasectomy reversal. It won't work, and then your money is just flushed. So, well, when you look go up, with the best. You know, when you Yelp, uh, you know... When you go into Yelp and you go vasectomy reversal search, it wasn't. You guys Yelp. are oh, it was it Yelp? Harry's house of uh, vasectomy reversals. Yeah, you guys. Two was, stars, good enough, cheap. You just ran my, uh, ruined my brand new business, vasectomy. <laughs> vasectomy. We rolled to your house. We do the. It's very. You cheap. You do the vasectomy in the van. Yeah, vasectomy. It was a. Uh, I thought it was a smash. I think the vasectomy is the easy part. The reversal is the, the hard reversal, part. Reversal. Yeah, you got to put it, be put under, and it's like it's difficult. I mean, you're. you're that's a pretty. Uh, it's a pretty intense process. Yeah, when I when I had my vasectomy, I'm sure when you had your your vasectomy, it was it was, and I went to Doctor Hawatma over at South Kenya Urological. It was quite easy. Yeah, and and uh, and the recoveries, a couple days of slight discomfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reversal, that's not the same. We're talking about this is a different sport altogether, guys. We're talking about very uncomfortable, totally different color. Everything hurts. Mm. Uh, it was, uh, I mean, visually shocking. So you had the reversal that didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, went you went to another place. For went, looked up and I said, "Who is the best of the best?" And I went to the best of the best, and I paid the price, and uh, and it was spectacular, and it worked. It worked. So yeah, it was a surprise. Was because, it as painful? No, I'm talking about pain. Or? Did you get a? I want to know if you had a surprise when when the preg- when the pregnancy was positive. Yes. When the stick turned, you know, whatever color, or there was two lines, or it said positive, or it says you're pregnant. Did you have any surprises that way? Uh, yeah, I mean, the whole thing was a surprise because it was like, a, oh, you know what? I, I mean, it was, it was a, let's, let's do this. And, um, and I'm just going to pray, leave it in God's hands and, and not, and not stress on it. And if it happens, that's what I want. And if it doesn't, that's what it's supposed to happen. So just kind of rolled. And so I, I wasn't building myself up to have any expectation because I don't want to let myself down. You know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't want to have this expectation and then not have it happen. Were you around when, uh, when you found out that your first kid was going to be born, and this was, what, 16 years old? 16 years old, yeah. What, what do you mean, was I around? I, was, I existed. No, I know you existed, but were you there when it was discovered? Like, when it was, um, when the, hey, we know this is happening. Man, I mean, as you can imagine, that was a very tumultuous time in a, in a young man's life, uh, in, in our lives. Um, I, I will... That was, what, 24, I, 25 years it, it ago? It was 24 years ago, yeah. This is 98. Um, this is 97, actually. Uh, I, I, what I will say, um, what I will say is, uh, we went a number of weeks and months, uh, just like stressed beyond belief and be- before we had any confirmation. Okay. Before you had it, like you kind of knew it was, uh, oh, did- there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this, you, all the signs I are there. I think we're screwed here and we're just putting off the inevitable. Right. Okay. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. All the signs are there. Yeah. Like you, in the gut, you knew it. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. She I remember it. the moment uh, that we just like came to the conclusion that we knew before we, you know, before it was confirmed. 
And uh, bro, I can't I can't tell you how rough um, how rough that was. But we um, we had we had we had to mature and we had to grow up real fast. Well, of course, I'm I'm, I'm talking about the moment. Like for me, I don't remember. My son's now 13. I, I don't remember the moment when we found out. We were having our first good. I don't. I don't remember that moment. It's funny you say that because I think a lot of a lot of people would be apprehensive about saying that because it's supposed to be such a big moment. I honestly don't remember any of them either, except for one, and that was after the vasectomy reversal, because it was going to be like this special thing if it was supposed to happen. And you know what happened? She did it without telling me while I was while I was sleeping mm. and woke me up screaming and and. <laughs> And of course I was thrilled, but I was like, I hear screaming and and I'm being shaken and woken up, and, and I and I remember I popped up, and she says what she said, and I and I go, this is how you tell me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that, that, that's the that's what I'm looking for. So I remember that, that one. <laughs> um, for the first kid, we you know we'd been trying, um, and I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember I saved the stick. You did? Yeah, because I thought this would. This would be important. This would be important down the line. A sticky peed on. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in like a pen holder? Or? No, I think we wound up throwing it out. So like, why are we keeping this? Right. Yeah, that's odd. Like the line, I think the lines fade. Like it's not, you know. As they should. It's a piece of paper. It's like a, it's, it's a, it's a litmus test. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you know, I thought it would be, I, I think I wrote the date on it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. My kid will want this one day. But you don't remember the moment you said I don't remember that moment. Either? With my daughter, I remember exactly oh, the moment. Oh, really? Because she was our little surprise. Do tell. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. This you, was did, back in did, 2010. Did you have an inkling before? No. Okay, so, all right, I see. So you you were really caught off guard. So was my wife. Well, she was on the result, but, I mean, clearly if she was, if she was doing I, a test. Okay, so was, my dad had passed away in September. My dad passed away September 2nd, uh, 2010. Um, there were no plans to, mm-hmm. to have a kid maybe till next year. So my son was, you know, a little over one years old. We were, the plan was three years difference between kids. That was the plan. Um, so it was, you know, September was the first Thanksgiving uh, and we were in St. Louis. It was the first Thanksgiving after my father passed away. It was, you know, one of those moments, you know. And uh, we were living at South City, and my wife and I were. It was. It was happy to be a nice day. It was Thanksgiving Day. Happy to be a nice day. And we were out back. I think we were probably smoking cigarettes and drinking wine. Oh no! <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, I know that's what was happening. <laughs> Now I think I know that's what we were doing. We had a little patio out back, okay. a little, little concrete patio. And we're just sitting out back and drinking wine, smoking cigarettes. And uh, just casually, my wife goes, hey, you know what? I'm kind of feeling off you know, the past couple, uh, past couple weeks. You know, I'm, I've been, I'm late to. I'm like, ooh, funny, you know, joking. I'm like, ooh. You have an extra pregnancy test in the house. She goes, yeah, yeah. So uh, she goes in and she, she goes, yeah, it's expired. It's an expired pregnancy test. And by that time, when she was going to rummage through the, the medicine cabinet looking for it, I started to get like, uh, like the, oh, my God, what, yeah, what if? You actually thought for the first time. Like, oh, my God, what, what if? if? Yeah. 
<laughs> like, I don't think I'm ready. You know, we got the, we got the kid, you know, the, the, the one-year-old, mm-hmm. he was sleeping at that point. And, you know, when you have a one-year-old, that's, that's the tough times. Yeah, I'd just gone through the loss of my dad. I was like, I'm not really feeling up to it. You know? Yeah, I'm not feeling up to another big change. Right. Uh, so she goes, yeah, it's expired. I go, okay. There's a Walgreens down the street. I'm going to go to the Walgreens, and I'm going to buy the most expensive pregnancy test they have. Yep. No lines. Yeah, yeah. Brand name only. Yeah. No <laughs> lines, whatever. It just says, you know, you're pregnant or not pregnant or positive or negative. Top of the line. I said, while I'm gone, you drink this gallon of water. See <laughs> <laughs> and you're probably smoking four cigarettes on the way oh, yeah, to Walgreens. Yeah. yeah, so I go to Walgreens. <laughs> I come back, and she, you know, I'm like, all right, now here's the, here's the test. It's a digital thing, required batteries. I don't know. What? what? It, was a, it was a stick. Yeah. I don't know. It, Goodness. It was, a, it, was a, it was an ice one. $45 it, later. Hey, listen. Had to do what I had to do. <laughs> so I said, go, you know, pee on the stick, and I'm going to sit on the couch. And I'm going to read the instructions on how to read this thing. Because I need to read something to and pass it, yes. the Yes, and it was one of those fold-out, you know, you ever open up, uh, you know, a, a medical thing, and it's a white. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. all folded into 5,000 pieces, and you open it up. It looks like a map of the, <laughs> you know, a map of the United States yeah. you put on the on the wall. And she comes out of the bathroom, and she goes, uh, so the, the, the screen on it is blinking. And I go, blinking, blinking. Let's see what blinking means. Oh, that means I was holding the stick. And I go, that means it's uh, it's it's doing its test thing. And then it comes up, bing, positive. Oh! Oh, oh man. So you were both together when it we happened? We were both together. Right I was sitting there. on the couch. My first reaction was, ah! You both saw it at the same time? Or did she say, oh, my gosh, it's positive? No, I saw it. You saw it first? Yeah. So Whoa. you screamed and she knew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I do said, you, give me that glass of wine back. I'm going to do, drink that. Do you remember any moments after that? Do you remember like? No, I pretty much blacked out for the next eight months. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. But oh, that's tough. the positive, the positive there was, was it was, it was really a blessing. You know, there was such sor- sorrow when my father passed away that my daughter coming was, hey, maybe. Yeah. Divine timing. Maybe he sent her. It was one of those. That's awesome. You know, kind of took the took the you know sorrow down a level. Yeah, there was something to look forward to now. My buddy just texted me. He goes, "Hey, find out you're pregnant. Fine, find out you're having twins. Like oh, he's got. That's yeah, another. That's, that's a whole nother level. I bet you, I you, would remember that. You had to have two pregnancy tests for that one, right? That's a whole nother level. You find out at the ultrasound. So you know that that is uh, that is wild, and you know, granted, like I said, I've I've been a father for 24, 24 years now. Um, but I, I think a lot of guys out there, uh, and maybe we can ease this tension a little bit. I think a lot of guys, when they're asked, like, uh, "Hey, do you remember the moments?" and if they if they don't, it's probably apprehensive to say, "I don't remember that," or, or you know, like I don't have a vivid memory of it mm-hmm. at least. Or, or and I know plenty of people that like. If you ask, if you if you grill them and interview them about the, even the birth of their children, it's kind of spotty, as far as like the you know the, the the memories. Not that you don't remember the birth of your children, but you know people speak about it, and we were grown up to to think like everybody has that default answer: the greatest day of my life is the birth of my children, yeah. as if you could describe it minute to minute to minute to minute or something twenty years later. And uh, it's amazing. I want to know how many people actually do remember a moment like that. Yeah, that I, that will be forever ingrained. 
I, I, when I talked about it, I went back there. Like, I was there. But with my son, I kind of foggy. Well, I think, too, the, the way it worked, how you had to go get the expensive one, and you're trying to figure it out, and, and uh, you were holding it whenever, before she even knew. Yeah, and it was like such that's a, what makes it. And it was out. such a big period of your life. Yes, with, with your dad's thing and all that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, you know, that kind of like yeah. zo- it kind of like uh, heightens the senses, mm-hmm. if you will. So if something's not like kind of connected to another giant, we'll say yes. holiday or event or something, yes. maybe it's just it's a little easier to lose. And, and I'm sure you'll you'll vividly remember if uh, you're a couple that's struggling with fertility. Yeah, and you finally get that. Yeah, all my parents tell <laughs> that positive. No, uh, my my brother just turned forty, and happy birthday, buddy! Uh, and, happy birthday, buddy! Uh, happy birthday! And and he's and he's great. But my parents have made uh, no no efforts to disguise the fact that they remember every single thing about when they got me, the adoption process, mm-hmm. the 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 going to get me, how my dad told my mother. Um, I mean, the the whole thing it was just like this this vivid story. And my brothers had to hear this his whole life. And then the vivid story of 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 Clark was. Ah, it was a C-section. It was awful, and you looked like E.T. Okay. Yeah, you know what nice. I mean. Like, <laughs> like but, you know, my, you know, my parents. The way to romanticize yeah. it. <laughs> but so, like, he's had to. Endure. Well, I always say all newborns look like catcher's mitts. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> which but, is a good way of describing. But, it. but what do most people do? Like, oh, it's the most beautiful creature well, I've ever seen, and all. That. And my parents are the only ones that I've ever seen. Like, oh yeah, you were weird looking, and. Uh, and spidery and et like they've got all these like great descriptive terms. <laughs> for my I brother. think for my daughter, I was like, all that hair is going to eventually come off, right? Well, you got to remember, my parents didn't have <laughs> me as a newborn. I was this big fat chunk of a kid already. So like you know that was their first experience, and my mother has this like awful, awful labor in the C-section. And she was just like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't have just handed me this. This cute fat bubble kid, like you know, like you did last time, <laughs> like in the, like in the movies, mm-hmm. yeah, like in the movies where there when there's a movie birth, there's no grossness at all. It's just like here's like a yeah, yeah. here's yeah. a four month old. I love that. <laughs> yeah, the first picture that exists. No slime, nothing. <laughs> no. The first picture that exists to me, I look like I'm two because I'm just this this big chunk of a baby, you know. Yeah. Or not a baby, but uh, I mean, I guess I was a baby, but not not. I wasn't a newborn, and there's a yeah. big difference. Big difference. Happy birthday, Clark. Happy birthday, I love buddy. you, man. Happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, my daughter was, uh, you know, again, it was I, I, I consider it a, a blessing now. At the time, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, God. <laughs> did, did, did you do the, the Darth Vader? No. No, I. I I'm I not ready. I went numb for a while. And uh, and it was, and then I remember we went f- to find out what it was going to be, a boy or a girl. I'm not I'm not one for the surprises. And I was insistent it was going to be a boy. Insistent. I'm like, Psh. Jesus, you know, it's going to be a Rizzuto. Only boys. Only boys. <laughs> Only boys. Yeah. Two two boys. Two Only fighters. Two boys. Two, two, two ball players. Well, future Yankees. It yeah. was mostly because I already had the stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We already have the stuff. And then when when they said, "Oh, it's it's going to be a girl," are you ready, Dad, to find out what it is? Like, I already yes. know what it is. I already know what it is. See the balls right there. Then <laughs> 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 the balls right there. Uh, no, you guys, you guys are going to have a girl, and I, I swear, I a wave, another wave of warm came over me, <laughs> and I fell against the wall. 
And I said, you got to do it again. Do it again. Wow. Do it again. Another test? Yeah, like do the... Because you really thought Because it was an ultrasound thing. You know, it was... Uh, yeah, but how do you, you, how do, you do you it saw again? Test. I don't know. Put we're, it on the screen again. We're looking at it. It's a video. Put it on the screen again. But you thought you saw testicles, right? Or was that a goof? No, I thought it did. It no, was one in my head. It was what like, is he, an x-ray tech? Yeah, He's I don't got to go to school for years to, 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 to determine what's on there. Yeah, when you well, look at that. Riz is a pro at everything he does. We already you know look this. at that screen, I mean, there's things you don't know what's, what's going on in there. Yeah, oh, look at that thing. It, that's that's got to It looks that. like an alien. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> my parents know, too. <laughs> you know, things happen in there. I'm not sure what's a, you know, what's a cord, what's a, you know, what's balls, what's a, a, a toe. I don't know. Do it again. But speaking of uh, of, of, of pregnancies, um, this is from Reddit, and this is an am I the a-hole situation. All right. So a post uh, about a woman wanting to share her husband's underwear has sparked an online debate. So this Redditor calls herself Stealer of Underwear. And she titles the post, Am I the a-hole for borrowing my husband's underwear? If your wife asked to borrow your underwear, would you not think anything of it? No. I go, oh, I that's, would. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, I would. I go, why would you need to borrow my underwear? Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, you, you have your own. Yeah, you're, you've always been a different style yeah. uh, <laughs> of underwear. But if that's your thing, yeah, just don't take this pair because I want that for tomorrow. I, I, wouldn't be op- I wouldn't be opposed to it. It wouldn't go now. But I'll go, why? Listen, man, I get the expensive stuff. Yeah. I know why somebody would want. I would tell her, please don't toot in these. <laughs> we have different, you know, things going on. You know, this underwear is designed for a man. Yeah, I would think it would be uncomfortable. So, so the, the, this is a pregnant wife. She's 28 years old. And she's questioned, uh, why is my husband not willing to share? So she explains. She says uh, she's seven to eight months pregnant, seven to eight months pregnant, and her underwear no longer fits. Oh, so she's looking for comfort. Like, so she said it left her like her underwear leaves her with small cuts and, and friction friction burn rashes. Ooh. I'm already on the side of her. I am too. Yeah. I don't even need to know, know, know the rest of the story. She's Recently, pregnant. she tried on her husband's boxers and refers to them as the most comfortable thing. The most comfortable thing she's ever tried on in her life. So she asked the husband, can I wear your underwear until, like, can we share until the baby comes? Which is, again, she's seven to eight months pregnant, so it's not that long. He says, uh, yeah, it's a bit weird, but uh, fine. And she says a couple days later, uh, he changes his mind. As she was, I guess she put on his favorite pair. (laughs) And he went, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if I like this arrangement. The SpongeBob Christmas ones are my favorite. (laughs) He was wearing, she was wearing his best underwear. And she writes, uh, I apologized. And said, I just picked the pair off the top, just like I did the other times. But he was upset. And he says, I am not allowed to borrow his underwear anymore. And the post has, has this post of hers has stirred an online debate. I don't know what the debate is. He's being a baby. Yeah, who could come you got to two his? Ba- yeah, you got one baby coming and one already in the house. <laughs> who could come to his defense? Come on, man. People are saying maybe... Uh, her wearing his underwear, it's some, doing something to his mind, and she's not sexy anymore because of it. Or maybe he's worried his favorite boxers or underwear is going to get ruined. And then she goes back and she says the real reason why he doesn't want me using his underwear is um, 
He's scared she'll forget to do laundry, and if he runs out of clean underwear, he's going to have to do laundry by himself. This guy has. Okay, now I'm on his side. No grounds. (laughs) (laughs) And you're about to have a child with this guy. No (laughs) grounds. You're about to have a a kid with this guy. Another user on uh, on on Reddit writes, "Can't believe all the top comments are about the underwear and not about the fact that she does everything and he's terrified of doing laundry. <laughs> She's pregnant. And he's he's still not. And doing he's the complaining laundry. that he may have to do a load of underwear. Oh my! Underwear goodness. and socks, probably the easiest of of the laundry loads. Yikes! Am I right? Socks and underwear, the yeah. easiest of the laundry loads." Yeah, there's no like special folding or hanging up or any like any of that stuff even on the on the the back end of it. No, you just got to make sure the same amount of socks goes in as comes out. And if they don't, that's expected. So you you you're going to lose one or two here here and there. And one user writes, uh, she is of course not the not the a hole. She says during her last month of pregnancy, I, I finally got a big old belly. My underwear didn't fit, so you know what I did? I wore my husband's boxers. They're comfy. They're stretchy. He didn't care one bit as long as I was comfortable while carrying the kid. And boxers aren't even it's just shorts. like underwear. Yeah, it's just shorts. Yeah, you're wearing shorts. No big deal. With a, with a fly. Because that was a thing, too. Remember at some point, maybe it was in the 90s, girls used to wear boxers all the time. Men's boxers. Remember that? It was like the cool trend thing. Oh, yeah, but they weren't that. my boxers. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan, dude. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not built for those. Boxers? No way. Mm-hmm. Straight up. I remember. I, th- I remember I need uh, support. when they were like hot and I was being told that like, oh, you don't wear boxers. You know, you know, you're like a freshman in high school or a sophomore and you try it for a few days and you go, what is this is this is anti comfortable. This is how p- things get hurt. Mm, yeah. Well, I, I came up with a great solution. Michael Jordan used to wear those uh, whatever the skin tight biker short things, you know, underneath his jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that, so, like, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, well. I can still be cool and have boxers if I just wear underwear underneath them. So you wear underwear, so you wear compression compression pants under your box under yeah, your boxers. Yeah, you know, it worked boxers until I got made worst. fun of. They make no sense to me, and I still haven't been convinced as to why well, this is a thing. When when did boxer briefs become a real thing? I think that's Once, not that's as a old. Newer invention. I think that's not as old as you think. And it had to be because of people that were pressured into wearing boxers, like myself, in the in the late nineties, and then went. Wait, wait a second. Okay, I, I can understand how this has some attractive features because we want to, we don't want to do the old school uh, uh, briefs that are real high and look like bikini style. You know, we want to kind of Americanize it and make it a, into a short. But I just can't. I, I'm not built like this. I'm going to get hurt. So then, then I'm going to invent the boxer brief. Had to be like '98. It was in the '90s. '90 through '95 is uh, John Vervedos. He we used to work for Calvin Klein, and that's. Uh, the guy that came oh, yeah. up with them. He's the one that came up with Boxer Brief? Yeah. Oh, okay. John well, Barbados, huh? Congrats to him, man. I hope he made some... During his 19... Yeah, he saw his 1990 to 95 stint at Calvin Klein. He was head of, of menswear design. So Calvin Klein really was the first that dropped it. Because Barbados has got his own line. And the, now he does. That yeah. stuff's expensive. And and high quality. That's why I'm I'm wearing Tommy John's right now, because they're the same thing. I found it... Uh, uh, found oh, it. you know what? The style, though... So, boxer briefs, once commonly thought to have been pioneered by designer John Barbados during his stint with Calvin Klein. Uh, however, the style was available much earlier as designed by Giorgio Armani and as worn by Richard Gere in the 1980 film American Gigolo. Whoa. So, that's what... You say 1980? 
made famous by a series of 1992 print ads featuring Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Yeah. Wow. They that was been 92? Called, Why do I think that was so much later? Boxer briefs have been called one of the greatest apparel revolutions of the century. Because it makes all the sense. We, we we got our American wish of making the, like the shorts, you know, so we're not mm-hmm. looking like a goofball, you know, a, a Frenchman in the uh, in the in the bikini style, and 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 we're not endangering things. And Varvado says we just cut off a pair of long johns and thought it was cool. There you have it. Yeah, it's pretty brilliant, and the colors are were just so much better because back in the day it was. You had the military-issued underwear, or you got white. Plaid. Well, they do say, you know... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Talking about the briefs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're just like brown there, or white. There are some reports that say it has a side effect possibly on male fertility. What does? Boxer? Boxer briefs. Boxer briefs? Well, yeah, because it's... Uh, uh, some not, studies have suggested that tight underpants like boxer briefs and high, uh, and, and high temperature well, I don't are not understand optimally that. conductive. Yeah, you know what? Because underwear is even tighter than boxer production. briefs. Well, it's about it's about like temperature. The testicles are outside the body for cooling because they operate for sperm production at a slightly lower temperature than the rest of the body. Boxer shorts allow the testicles to operate within the required temperature range. Yeah, and this that, is why we have zippers. The compression of the genitals and boxer briefs, briefs, thongs, etc., may cause the temperature to rise and sperm production to fall. So again, that throws it right back to why I'm saying that quality means everything. Spend the extra money on the underwear to make sure it's the right material, to make sure it's you the right the temperature. Pouch. Yeah, well, just to make sure that, like, you're not going to get hurt and you're not, first of all, fertility is not what I'm worried about now at any point. No. It, yeah. So, whatever. But didn't that rumor kind of, like, persist because of the whole thing from uh, from Kramer on Seinfeld? Oh, uh, from Seinfeld? There was an issue where he was, like, a, Well, then a, he stopped wearing underwear altogether. B- but it was based on because he went to the to the, to the the bank and was going to donate, and they were like, no, nah, your stuff is, uh, is, is too low, so you got to stop wearing underwear. There was, like, a, a shtick to it, but yeah. I think that's what... Kind of made that yeah, rumor. Well, I was to say here that uh, there are similar theory regarding testicular cancer. For what? For, for the boxer for briefs. Boxer I don't briefs? know. I don't know. Well, give me. I'm wearing them. Give me. It details. doesn't make any sense because it's exactly the same as. Oh, underwear. since when are you a doctor now? It doesn't. Yeah. Well, I'm just <laughs> maybe saying. it's not intuitive, but like maybe it does make sense. Please tell me why. I'm trying to avoid. Just wear. Also, it's make a phone sure call to Doctor Huatma is in order. This well, is why yeah. it's also important to have cotton ones. You want 100% cotton. I'm sure if you're... I just talked to uh, Hoatma last week. I'll, I'll reach out. Reach yeah. out because... And I'm sure maybe if they... If, if somebody's going for fertility treatments or you're trying to have a kid and you're not... Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not being successful. Maybe they'll tell you, hey, man, stop wearing tight underwear. I'll ask him. I'll ask him about that and uh, and if my quality underwear argument has... has uh, That'd has be interesting if that's the whole reason that men's uh, testosterone and everything like that is so... Low nowadays, just because our, you know, we started wearing the, the old school underwear, and then we moved that up to boxer briefs, the same. Because of Marky Mark in 1992. Yeah. Mark. And then, well, <laughs> I mean, they're the same, you know, they hold the same way. It's not like they're any looser, but we, I guess before they had the uh, spandex part, it was boxer briefs. Darn you, forever. Marky Mark. Guys, Steven checking in. Oh, yeah? Steven checking in says, love you guys, but talking about expecting children and baby stories are for old people. <laughs> well... For no, all the listeners I, with no kids, please find something entertaining to talk about. Don't, okay? don't, this is for all you people with no kids. Yeah. Don't forget, my story started at at uh, sixteen. <laughs> also, please could, uh, kidnap Clownvis and bring him in. He'll be here Monday. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he's coming in on Monday. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> you stop it. You stop it. <laughs> 
All right, today's Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill, the proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz to get signed up or to for more details. Uh, from Waterloo, Illinois, Rusty Gardner is our Team Riz member. Rusty has been a point listener since 2012. Uh, loves how the uh, the dynamic of the Riz show and loves how you know we all f- kind of feed off each other's energy. Uh, Rusty is an Air Force veteran and rides his motorcycle religiously. Thank you, Rusty, and thank you for your service. Rusty Gardner from Waterloo is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Moon here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. And their team of 500 plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live in the communities where they work. The team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, including car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, and even EV to provide you with the tires you need at the lowest price in town guaranteed and at a price in line with your family budget and the Dobbs team is ready to service your vehicle with expert auto service too done right the first time including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs and now with 43 stores including Dobbs newest store in Columbia Missouri way to go Dobbs full service tire and auto service has never been more convenient so let the tire and service pros at Dobbs tire and auto centers take care of your family vehicles and be sure to check out Dobbs money saving January deals on tires and service at Go to Dobbs.com. Then drive in, and any of the Dobbs 43 convenience store locations are going to take care of you for major savings today. Back to the program, phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com slash raise the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. You can also send us a uh, a comment through the Point app, which a lot of people have been doing. Send us some feedback right there on the Point app. Download that today. Friday Fail Stories coming up. Moon's going to take his... Pick them challenge shots. What do you got? Four coming your way? Four. Yep. Four. Two on each cheek, please. Yeah, I think I'm going to let Scott do the, do the shooting. <laughs> okay. Got a perfect aim, so it'll be good. Yeah, I know we usually stream it on Instagram or something. Yeah. Maybe hold the camera and get like a first person perspective. Whoa. Aerial oh, view? From, okay. Over the shoulder? Over if, the shoulder. If I can hold it, hopefully I won't drop it. Over the shoulder. So we'll do that. You get to see the warm air leave every time it hits the bottom. We'll also uh, give away. Uh, We'll blot our Sam Morrell tickets. We'll blot our Bush tickets. So before it, uh, before we get to crap on celebrities, the, the new year, it's a great time to reboot. And one website is asking which cultural trends should continue into 2023. And which, you know, hey, that's so 2022. Let's keep it there. So here are the ones that people, uh, here's one they picked and how people voted on it. So should we keep it in 2022 or continue on to 2023? Uh, 2023? Um, charcuterie boards. Oh, keep them. Keep them, yeah. man. Who doesn't love meats and cheeses? It's food. Yeah, man. They've been around for uh, millennia. But maybe they're, are they saying the uh, the actual board or using the term charcuterie? Ah, what, that just got introduced fancy. to our culture and everyone pretends they knew Fancy. It. <laughs> it's just you cut up some salami, you put a couple bricks of cheese wow. out there, maybe some grapes. I am relieved to, to hear, though, that uh, or to find out that everybody also learned that word within the last like mm-hmm. five years. Because I, I, I mean, it was during this show, which we've obviously done for a while now. Uh, but it was during the show that 
you, I think you're the one that said like, oh yeah, it's a charcuterie board. And I was like, oh, huh. I've never heard that word before. How did I miss that? That and the word crudite. Uh, yeah, ed- that's what educate you, martial arts thing, right? No, that's just vegetables, like vet, like vegetables for that you dip. Is like vegetable a, sticks? That's called a what? Crudite. Can you spell that for me? No. Um, Can you use I'm, it I'm in not a trying sentence? to like. It's not a gotcha moment. I'm trying to like. I don't know how to spell it. Say it again. I, I missed crudite. it again. Crudite. Crude. No, that can't be it. So oh, okay. So crude. K- it looks like crudite. K- is this it? Crudite. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Crudite. Yeah. yeah. French appetizers consisting of sliced or whole raw vegetables, which are typically dipped in vinaigrette or other dipping sauce. It's that's a it. veggie tray. Yeah, that's it. Examples of crudites include celery sticks, carrot sticks. This is like a kid's, like, I mean, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is what we do at, at, at a Super Bowl party or, or yeah, at, yeah, actually exactly. every single get-together, you have to have a veggie tray. Yeah, if you want to sound like a smug a-hole, you call it a crudite. That's what's exciting. Next week, everyone in St. Louis will be like, <laughs> come over, we got a crudite. Yeah, if you want to sound like a smug douchebag, you call yeah. it a crudite. Thanks. It's celery and carrot sticks. Yeah, that's it. And ranch. And ranch dressing, that's it. Crudite. I didn't know rich people ate that. R-U-D-I-T-E with the tilde, not a tilde, but a It's some weird thing. symbol. I don't even know what that is. It's the one you sneeze when you're writing. Crudite. Uh, so 77% of people said, all right, charcuterie board's fine for 2023. Uh, using the term Karen. Yeah, that's not nice. Yeah, I can see that going away. Well, this is a synonym for the B word, and that's not cool. If you're going if you, if you, if you, if you to say it, say it. Like Brad Thompson? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, the B word. Oh, I thought, okay. And that's not nice to Karens. No, no. It'd be nice if people stopped at acting, stopped acting like Karens. Yeah, but can you imagine if But as long name... as they are, I guess they should be called out, as annoying as it is. And, and you got lucky. You got lucky this year. Karens got, uh, they're now synonym, synonym for the B word, and your name is now synonym for game. Or yeah. like, 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 he awesomeness. He got Riz, which is... Somebody with swagger. Yeah. Somebody like, who's able to, like, successfully mack on women. Can you imagine? Look at that guy. He got Riz. Can you imagine? That's awesome. Can you imagine if Scott, if Scott was now the... The, the Karen. Yeah. The Karen of guys. Well, Terrible. it's like my... I have but it's not, so... Two of my closest friends are both named Chad, and that's been a... Uh, that's the dude version? Yeah, that's the dude version of Karen, and it's so... 57% so of people said Karen should continue to be a thing. Uh, Crocs. Crocs. They were very 2022. Oh, they've been very long time now. They're very hot. Still. The rebirth is real. You seen the boots? You see the? Crocs? Oh I don't yeah. Mind Crocs. I don't mind Crocs. John sent those over. You mind Crocs? It's whatever. I I hear they're comfortable. So there's a. I'm it, I'm all about function over fashion yeah. at this point. We live in a place with a lot of creeks and lakes and stuff. It makes sense. I have. Fifty-two percent want them to stay. Uh, pumpkin spice stuff. I don't like that stuff. It can be done right. I, think I could be done with that. Forty nine percent said they're not ready to give it up. Nah. Autoplay when streaming. Um, autoplay when streaming. Well, considering that you know I get a fraction of 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 a cent for for every play. Sure, yeah. Sure. Autoplay it as much as yeah. possible, please. Forty six percent said eh, it's worth keeping around. The term bougie, which I don't ever use, but forty five percent are fine keeping that term. But there was a big drop after that, like uh, gender reveal parties. Again, I've never been invited to one. Uh, I don't. I don't. You don't say. I like the fails. <laughs> I've never been. Yeah, I, I do enjoy when they go wrong. So I encourage encourage them to keep doing this. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. You and my also mind. I'm another reason those to stay. Another reason I encourage is because that uh, card website I have, we sell a lot of gender reveal stuff. So 
Yeah, the card keep, company you Yeah, own. keep buying that. I've never been invited to a gender reveal party. Uh, I'm not going to have one, obviously, because I'm done having kids. Yeah. I'm, honestly, like, typically, my most cherished relationships are with people that... Uh, um, you know, I've gone through enough pregnancies. Why do I got to go through your pregnancy? So, yeah, like, exactly. uh, you know, usually, like when I when I see them, they go, "Hey, we added a kid." I'm like, "Oh, holy smokes, that's great! Congratulations!" And we get to talk about it. Only 29 percent of people want them to stay, and it's worth pointing out that they only pulled people who have not already been killed uh, during a, a gender reveal party gone wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's harsh. Uh, classic movie remakes. Only 22 percent are still interested in seeing them. Uh, the saying, "Do it for the grams," that could go. Only 7% want that to live. <laughs> and to be clear, it's not, it's not about doing odd jobs like raking leaves for grandma. I'm doing it for, for the grams. <laughs> doing it for the grams. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. If only it's more doing something it. just to post it on Instagram. I have a feeling there's a shirt already at Cracker Barrel with that on there. Doing it for the grams. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And listening to audio on your phone in public without headphones or earbuds. Who thinks that's acceptable ever? More more people than you think. That happened the other day. I forget where I was. Where was I? Well, there was the guy in the sauna the other day. Oh, that yeah. one. Yeah, that was a heck of a story. But, um, oh, man, it, it, it happened to me not long ago, and I meant to bring it up. It was over the Christmas break. But if you're riding your bike in a pretty populated area where there's... Well, that's when I strap my boom box to yeah. the front. You yeah, have are we to. On Sunset? You have to. Are we on Sunset uh, Boulevard? Are we at, at, mm -hmm. at Mission Beach or there something? There used to be a guy in New York City, and he was, our, he was around all the time. And he actually got pretty famous. Uh, his name was Radio Man. And he rode, he was, a, he was a, I think he was a homeless guy. Uh, he had a boombox. That he just played the radio? Played the radio. On a bike or uh, just on in a, one place? No, on a bicycle. He'd ride his bike around. He was known as Radio Man. He's been in a couple movies. Oh, that brings, okay, this brings up a point that I forgot to bring up. This was last month. And by the way, only 5% of people don't think there's anything wrong with that. What, what, what's the radio thing? I was on the Katy Trail. Um, I'm always on it's some part of the Katy Trail. We try to switch it up and, and, uh, and get some hiking in down there. And that's a really, for the most part, very quiet trail. You guys know it, yeah. right? You know, gravel, fairly level, sure. follows the river. Um, dude, dude went by. Sometimes, on occasion, somebody will go by on a bike with, like, a speaker. Mm -hmm. You kind of hear it. And... To me, that's obnoxious, but like it's easy to not worry about because it it's four seconds and then they're out of your mm -hmm. your uh, your range. Uh, but this guy was hiking; he was walking, and he had a it wasn't a boombox, but it was like a Bluetooth speaker that was blaring. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, how could you? Yeah, that <laughs> you know, like you're not, defeating the purpose of being outside in in nature, or you're listen. Even if you want to. Put the earbuds in. Don't ruin it for anybody else. Right. And who all, wants quiet. I think that guy walks around Creevecore Lake because there's a guy that, you know, there's a few of those folks that have to have music blaring and you could hear it a mile down the path yeah, and all of a sudden right. you pass them. And, that's not right. And those yeah. five, five percent of people who think it's okay, I don't want to be friends with you. All I could think of was maybe he doesn't want the, 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 uh, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to do earbuds because, um, Hearing issues, maybe. Well, you got to no, hear. I, I thought it was sure you for don't run over security stuff. stuff. You know, just because you don't want an animal Somebody sneaking up on you or something yeah, like that. A giraffe to get you. Right, but but like if if that's your concern, well then you got to do it musicless or or quiet or something. It was just, it, well, it's his world. Mind boggling. We're, we're just living in it. Mm -hmm. Mind boggling, and it, and it caused us to stop because he was pacing with us. So I was like, oh, I got to stop and wait for this guy to get way ahead of me, or just turn around. Where you just unplug that extension cord he has? I couldn't believe it. All right, today is January 6th. Back in the day, 50 years ago in 1973, Schoolhouse Rock premiered on ABC with Multiplication Rock. And the first song was Three is a Magic Number.
48 years ago, 1975, Ted Turner buys the Atlanta Braves for how much? What year? 1975. That was 48 years wow. ago. Wow. $4 million. Okay. You said Steinbrenner bought it for 12, bought the 13 AP. million. Okay, I'll say four million. Oh, that's a yeah. I'll go uh, one point five mil. Eleven million. Dang. Oh, well, the, yeah. George Steinbrenner, I think it was fifty years ago, bought the Yankees for thirteen mil. Now it's worth you know six billion dollars or something. But Ted Turner bought the Braves for eleven million dollars forty-eight years ago today. That same day, nineteen seventy-five, the first episode of Wheel of Fortune aired on NBC. It started as a daytime game show that was hosted by Chuck Woolery until nineteen eighty-one. 44 years ago, 1979, the Village People performed YMCA on American Bandstand, and the audience spelled out the letters with their arms, and that started the trend that continues on over 40 years later. Wow, that's cool. That's really That was cool. the origin of that. 29 years ago, 1994, Tanya Harding's, we'll call it, chubby assault team, <laughs> caught up with Nancy Kerrigan after practice in Detroit and beat her with the iron bar on the right leg. 22 years ago in 2001, George W. Bush, Bush certified by Congress as the winner of the 2000 election. That was the whole hang and chad thing. 10 years ago, 2013, the NHL reached a deal to end their 113-day lockout. Four years ago, 2019, Bohemian Rhapsody won the Golden Globe for Best Drama. And two years ago today, the storming of the U.S. Capitol in D.C. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. I still haven't seen that movie. Storm in the Capitol? No, oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Still haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't like it. Oh, he, he, said, he said it was great. Yeah, Scott it was fun. It was it's it's like a a happy happy version of everything. It's a happy sum up. It's just it's a, lovely. It's well done. It's not mean. Yeah, it's nice. Grab on celebrities brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best flush the rest. Brighthousecode.com 636-600-0188. Nick Cage will star as Dracula in the upcoming movie Renfield. Here's a part of the trailer. Here's the audio. I want you to hear the audio first before I go on. My boss gave me this power. In return, I tend to his needs, including care, feeding. You bring in people to eat? Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. To most, I am Dracula. Oh. Now, let's eat. Is it supposed to be campy? Is that? Uh, I assume. Okay, so I heard the audio before I saw the trailer. Uh, Scott put the trailer up on the, uh, the 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 blog and definitely check it out. It. We've already, you know, you guys are fans of uh, uh, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, oh, I love yeah. it. It looks like somebody said, "Hey, let's just steal everything that they do as far as the campiness and the jokes and the just like the approach, and let's do a Nick Cage movie." Really good. I will say. Hearing the audio made it so unattractive that I barely even decided to watch the trailer. But the trailer does make it look funny. It makes it look Is it supposed decent. to be a comedy? It is a it's no it's they're calling it a comedy horror. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So That's what it is. But he sounds he Bleh. doesn't sound terrible. Nicholas they, they overlooked me. I'm a great I know, Dracula you're the best. person. N Nicholas uh, Holt and uh, Aquafina are also in the movie. The movie is out uh, April 14th. I just say impersonist. 
an idiot. Impersonist? That's what I call myself, a Dracula impersonist. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you do well. I wish you well on that. <laughs> <laughs> Noah Schnapp from uh, Stranger Things has officially come out. He posted a TikTok yesterday lip-syncing to an audio clip that said, quote, you know what it never was? That serious. It was never that serious, quite frankly, will never be that serious. He also wrote over the video, quote, uh, when I finally told my friends and family I was gay after being scared in the closet for 18 years, and all they said was, we know. <laughs> Uh, and he captioned it, I guess I'm more similar similar to Will than I thought. Will is his character on uh, who did, who Was it confirmed that Will on the show was gay? Uh, it says over the summer Noah, I know that they like alluded to it, but it says here that over the summer Noah confirmed. So I think Noah, the actor, confirmed that the Strangest Things character, Will Byers. Will had a crush on the other kid. On uh, the Finn Wolfhard character. What the hell's his name? Yeah. Not Steve. No. Uh, Jim? Uh, the one of... Ted, Tommy. Oh, damn it. What is it? <laughs> Come on, Scott. Garfield. That's it. Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, it's Will and, and uh, 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 Lucas, and uh, Steve is the older brother, and... Oh, man. What the and, hell? Oh, my, oh my, Mike. My daughter would be so upset. Yeah, Mike, Mike, Mike. 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 Yeah, yeah, Mike. <laughs> that was fun. Tom Hanks is already a lock to be remembered as one of the greatest actors of all time, but he doesn't always see himself that way. In fact, he can't even watch some of his own movies, including the big hits. He says, quote, I see the falsehood in them. I see the loss. I see that one time, oh, man, I missed that opportunity. It's because after it is done, I realized I didn't go far enough. I didn't go to the place that I could have gone. Okay, so basically he's critiquing his performance. Yeah, which is what every artist does. I mean, I, I had to, like, get in the routine after a show that I would think about it and, and, like, critique myself and whatever for an hour, and then I'd forget it. Yeah, that's why I don't listen to best ofs. Right. The, the byproduct of that for me as an artist was, like, I would forget all the good shows, but I also forget all the bad, and I don't beat myself up for it after all that. Now long. that I'm hearing it, I uh, could have done it this way or could have put this joke in. Or... Yeah. I won't listen to a live performance because all I'll do is talk about yeah, all I'll do is think about how flat I was on this moment or sharp or what or whatever it was. He also said, uh, or you know, was it because I was late that day and we had to rush the shot or instead of six passes we only got two passes at it? Uh, it's where self-doubt creeps in. So he's not a big fan of watching his own stuff and that's the reason why. Uh, it's easy to become numb to the barrage of news uh, being generated by Prince Harry's upcoming memoir. We talked about it yesterday, Spare. He's known as the Spare mm -hmm. uh, because there's the heir and then he's the Spare. And speaking of numb, did you hear about Harry's frostbitten penis? Huh? In one of about a zillion excerpts uh, from this book that are cluttering up the internet, Harry claims that he was in that delicate condition during his brother Prince William's wedding to Kate Middleton. Harry got frostbite on several part, uh, 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 body parts after an expedition he had to the North Pole in March of 2011. He says, quote, Pa was very interested and sympathetic about the discomfort of my frost, uh, frost nipped ears and cheeks. While the ears and cheeks were already healing, the todger wasn't. I the guess todger. It's like, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, they call it a willy. Yeah, well, I guess whatever. It well, was, I guess if your brother is William. Oh, oh yeah, you know. You can't yeah, call it a willy yeah. anymore. It was becoming more of an issue by the day, he said. That's I've a bummer. Got a frostbitten willy. That's a bummer. Uh, James, James Cameron's Avatar, The Way of Water, has now overtaken Top Gun Maverick at the global box office to become the top-grossing film released in 2022. Uh, through Wednesday, the 20th Century Disney release has earned... How much do you think it's earned? Uh, well, it's got to be... $500 million? I'm going to say... Is it over a billion already? $1.3 billion. It's over a billion internationally. Uh, $454 million domestically and crossed the $1 billion international uh, for a wor worldwide 
a, a cum of $1.51 billion. It's also now the number 10 top-grossing films of all time, the second best, uh, of, the, uh, second best of the pandemic era. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home is sitting at $1.916 billion. How so, many movies does Cameron have in the top 10, then? Or did oh, Titanic, like Titanic yeah, might have fallen out? Tons of them. That's crazy. Uh, so Top Gun 2 grossed uh, a hefty $1.49 billion globally following its release in May of, uh, of, of 2022. When doing press for the film, Cameron suggested, when we talked about this, that it was going to need $2 billion to be considered a success. Sources, though, say that the break-even number is more around $1.4 billion. So it looks like they just did. Yeah, they'll be fine. Well, Way of Water was the most expensive movie ever made, or one of the most expensive movies ever made, with an estimated production budget of more than $400 million and a marketing spend that brought it up to a total of... 600 million. It also runs three hours and 12 minutes. Uh, that's uh, longer, 30 minutes longer than the first one. Uh, BTS, anybody fan yet? Yeah. It sounds like we're the only people uh, that don't that's know. That's the Korean K pop group, right? Yep. I mean, they're, they're huge. They've been selling out arenas I couldn't, for I years. I could tell you anything or what they sounded like. But what does BTS stand for? Behind the scenes. I'm just kidding. No. I, I really don't know. No, I, I'm going to look it up. Was Some, it something? something creepy. What? Oh, really? I thought it was just. Be the stalker. I didn't know it was an actual acronym. Either way, their label, Big Hit Music, has released a statement asking fans to please not send gifts or letters to Jin while he's doing mandatory mili- military service. Remember, they have to do oh, yeah. uh, this mandatory military service. So instead, they want fans to send Jin messages on the Weverse app using the hashtag dear underscore Jin underscore from underscore army. Big hit set. If a large number of letters and gifts from the fans arrive at the military training center all at once, it's extremely difficult to store them, and they could be easily lost. We ask for your continued love and support for Jen until he finishes his military service and comes back. Basically, yo, this guy's got to do this. Will you please not get in the way of it? The full name of BTS is the Bangtan Boys, but, but it's Korean, so... It's like a neighborhood or BTS something? BTS uh... makes sense in Korean. You've Which pro- literally translates to Bulletproof Boy Scouts. Well, that's interesting. It's actually huh. a little more badass than I thought. Yeah, that's, that's now pretty you're a fan. Cool. Yeah. yeah uh, no wonder they're on motorcycles. You've probably heard about this movie, 80 for Brady, uh, starring Jane Fonda, uh, Lily Tomlin, Rita Moreno, and, uh, and Sally Field as, uh, as massive Tom Brady fans who road trip to watch him play in the 2017 Super Bowl. <laughs> Well, the movie needed an appropriate theme song, and it sounded like it's got one. Check this out. It's called Gonna Be You, and it features Dolly Parton, Debbie Harry, Cindy Lauper, Gloria Stefan, and Belinda Carlisle. That's pretty neat. It's like the 80s super group. Wow. Uh, singer, uh, uh, sorry, songwriter Diane Warren, uh, uh, sorry, Diane, Diane Warren, Warren, wrote the track and found a creative way to skirt the fact that she got a bunch of old artists to match the old actresses in the movie. She said, quote, since 80 was in the title, I got a crazy idea, so why not get some of the most iconic singers of the 80s who are still amazing and always will be to sing it? Everyone I approached said yes, and it was just as excited as me. The song comes out January 20th. Jack Black revealed in a new interview that he is thinking about, quote, thinking about sequels to two of his films. What two of his films would you love to see sequels? I, I know I know the one he's talking about. It's the Tenacious D movie. Tenacious D yeah, and the Pick of Destiny. Sense. It was an absolute flop. There's even like a documentary of, of like them going to the, the premiere, and it's just devastating. But that's one of the greatest movies ever. And, and you know what? I gave that a second chance, and it actually is a pretty decent movie. It's great. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's so good. It might be one of those on the first watch where you're like, this is too silly for me. That's or, what I thought. First watch, I went, oh, this is garbage. It's and then I so went, funny. Man, this is, this is pretty good. 
It's so funny. Well, that one, guess. that one is one that he mentioned that might get a sequel or that he's thinking about getting a sequel. And the other What's is, the other one? it's I'm, obvious you're not thinking. It's It's got to be uh, Nacho Libre. When asked about sequel please, please. potential. Oh, oh, School Rock. He said, yep, uh, both of them. Breaking news. We're thinking about doing both of those. And he was talking about Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny and School of Rock. I was going through like Shallow Hell. No, yeah. they won't make another one of those. Saving Silverman was a, another oh, great Jack Black man, movie. Man, that's a good one. His Tenacious D bandmate Kyle Gaston added that the sequel would be a hybrid, a school of D. <laughs> Do you remember we interviewed Kyle Gass? It yeah. was one of the weirdest interviews we ever did. It was uh, via Zoom, right? It was uh, 2020? Were we Zoomed or just on the phone? He was interesting. I'm a huge fan. I am too. I am too. Um, why don't I remember that? I thought I thought it was... It was like... weird. Yeah, it was, in, it was in 2020, I believe. Uh, I, I think it was... Because they were getting ready to... No, it was 20. Late 2020, because they came to town, and they played over at the... Uh, he had just done P-Bone. a song about getting vaccinated or something. Kyle Gass he was doing press. All right, we'll take him. Just because I'm a fan. Get this. Bam Margera uh, says he almost didn't make it out alive during his most recent hospitalization after suffering multiple seizures and a nasty blood infection. The former Jackass star got candid on Steve-O's Wild Ride podcast, sharing just how dire his situation was last month. In his words, check this out, quote, Basically, I was pronounced dead on December 8th. He said it all started after he got a gnarly case of COVID. His body began to shut down and he had four seizures, each one lasting 10 to 20 minutes. On the the fourth seizure, he said he bit his tongue so hard he began swallowing his own infected blood, causing causing him to get pneumonia and sending him into another seizure. He recalls, recalls waking up in the hospital on the fifth day, not being able to breathe on his own, and was clueless that he had been there for that long. Well, man. Very That's scary. Wild. In wrestling news, Vince McMahon is looking to return as WWE executive chairman of the board nearly six months after he voluntarily stepped down from the position amid allegations that he paid a former employee $3 million to hide their affair. On Thursday, the former WWE executive confirmed his desire to return to his role, which was first reported uh, after uh, he expressed a desire to return by sending two letters in December to the WWE's board of directors. Following his most recent letter on the 31st, Vince announced his desire for re-election and inclusion of Michelle Wilson and George Barrios, former WWE co-presidents and board members. So he went back in. Well, his daughter is now the... the Interim CEO. Yeah, and it was it was rumored when he first stepped down that he He'll was come back. He, he was yeah putting her there so he could come back. Uh, in the theaters today, a horror thriller about a lifelike doll created from artificial intelligence. We have seen these ads everywhere all the time for the last couple weeks. Megan with a three for the A was created by a robotics engineer played by Allison Williams. Uh, Brian Williams' Brian daughter. Williams daughter. Uh, she's in Get Out. Uh, after uh, gaining c- custody of her niece, Katie, she introduces her to Megan, but then Megan becomes overprotective of Katie and starts to kill or harm anybody that gets in the way. It's a really lifelike, creepy-looking doll. It's like, a, it's, you know, here we are with a Chucky doll murdering people, right? I will say, I have no interest in this kind of genre at all, yeah. but the ratings... Yeah, 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Are, it's it's getting reviewed really, really well, and I watched the full trailer for the first time and actually gave it a chance today, and I'll say... I'm intrigued. I would, I would watch it. I don't think I'm going to theater it, but... Manga's got 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Nick yeah. Cage is playing a notorious gunslinger who uh, retired to raise a family. He comes out of retirement to get revenge after his wife is murdered by the son of a man he killed. 
He then sets out with his daughter to find his wife's killer. It also stars uh, Clint Howard, Shiloh Fernandez from Jericho, and Nick Searcy from Justified. That's called that's called uh, Old Way, and old that's getting way. savaged. That is 36% on Rotten Ooh, Tomatoes. What do you know? You want me to close it up, or you got sure. time for a little list? Uh, all right, let's do a list. Uh, did you know some of your favorite country artists, and we don't talk about country artists too much, but you'll know most of these. Uh, they're using stage names. You want to know... Or you want to you want to give me some uh, some some people that you know are using pseudonyms in the country world? Uh, sure. Uh, well, Garth Brooks, I'll, I'll give you that. He's um, he's number four on this list. That's not his real name. He's got it, a weird name. His first name is Troy. Troy Garth Brooks, which sounds very country. So congrats to him on that. Anybody else? Give me give, give uh, me some. I would give say Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, not on this list. Um, Go, uh, uh, let's go. Nineties. Shania Twain. Anybody know what her real name is? No idea. She's number nine on this list. It's Eileen Regina Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, number and that's one. That's because she has one leg that's longer than the other. Number one is uh, oh Eileen. Number one is Eric Church. His real name is Kenneth Eric Church. Number two is Jake Owen. Joshua Ryan Owen is the real name. Faith Hill. Anybody know Faith Hill's name? Nope. Tim. Nope. Audrey Faith Perry. I mentioned huh. Garth Brooks at number four. Number five is Gary Lavox. His name is Gary Wayne Vernon Jr. Well, that sounds even say. more country. I country know. Name. I would have stayed with that. Gary Wayne. Uh, number six, Hank Williams Sr. What's what's Hank's name? Henry. Uh, Hiram King Williams. Hiram. That's oh. a cool name. Isn't that a cool name? Randy wow. Travis. That's not as Randy's is not as so it's got to be like Randy Travis Thompson. Randy Bruce Trawick. Oh. oh. Jason Aldean. Oh yeah, his is. Um, Jason, his middle name's Aldine or something like that. His yeah. middle name is Aldine. So it's Jason oh. Aldine Williams. Okay. Uh, Shania Twain, I mentioned. And then Luke Bryan is Thomas Luther, Luther. Bryan. Three first names. Oh. There you have it. All right, celebrities celebrating a birthday this weekend. Today, former SNL cast member Kate McKinnon is 39. He won an Oscar as Stephen Hawking in The Theory of Everything. Eddie Redmayne is 41. Jonathan from Who's the Boss, Danny Pintaro, is 47. Big Brother host and wife of former CBS president Les Moonves, Julie Chen, is 53. All right, she's 6'3", size 8 dress, size 11 shoes. She dated Dean Cain and Deion Sanders in the 80s. She's married to surfer Laird Hamilton. Oh, uh, uh, Gabrielle Reese. Gabrielle Reese is 53 today. And a wonderful follow. Uh, both of them are. Really? They, they, they do a lot of uh, great posts about health. He's like super intense fitness dude with like weights underwater. They do a lot of stuff with water. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, he's a surfer. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're like they're like living the life in Hawaii or something. That's sweet. Uh, Daryl in The Walking Dead, Norman Reedus is 54. Raiders legend and Fox football commentator Howie Long is 60, uh, 63. Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson is 68. Legendary Notre Dame football coach and former ESPN analyst Lou Holtz is 86. On Saturday, let's see if you remember this name. The first openly gay player in the NFL. Didn't work out so well, though. He, uh, he the Rams a, caught him in, in, in the 2014 preseason. Two first the Cowboys names, did Sam, too. Michael Sam. Michael he played Sam, in, Mizzou. in Canada for a while, then retired in August of 2015. Michael Sam. That was that long ago? He's 33, yeah. Wow. John Rich from Bing and Rich is 49. Get well soon, Jeremy Renner. It's his birthday on Saturday. He's 52. Sanka Coffee from Cool Runnings. <laughs> San, yeah. Sanka, you're dead man. That's Doug E. Doug. He turns 53. Nick Cage is 59. Horatio Kane from CSI Miami. David Caruso is 67. I guess I got to play it. Oh, you have to. Mm-hmm. You have to. <laughs> Kenny Mother and Loggins is 75 on Saturday and on Sunday. Beloved leader of North Korea. Loves cheese and Dennis Rodman. 
hates Seth Rogen and James Franco. Kim Jong-un. Most handsome man in the world. 39. R. Kelly, 56. Robbie Krieger from The Doors is 77. And the host of the newlywed game, Bob Eubanks, turns 85. Wow. On Sunday. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Emma Starr. And today's birthday girl has been in 162 fine films, including Two Chicks, same time, Black Attack, She Was in Cheek Mates, Milf Money, My Dad's Hot Girlfriend, Panty Draw Tours 2, Poppin' My Zipper, Salty and Sensual, The Sloppy Substitute, and who can forget her all in the classic movie, The Booty Bandit. <laughs> Emma Starr is 52 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those were your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, up after the break, let's give away some stuff. After the break, we're going to play golf course or rehab. <laughs> golf course or rehab. So Moon is going to read you the name of a business, and you're going to tell us if it is a golf course or a rehab facility. Two out of three right, you win. I'm going to give a little hint. If it says golf course, like in the title. There are none that say whatever, whatever (laughs) golf course. But that's a good hint. Yeah, yeah. And that's appreciated. Golf course or rehab. We will play next I'm Kenny Chesney wishing you a happy birthday, Riz. Today's 105.7 The Point. All right, before we get to the contest, a couple shower thoughts. Get you thinking this morning. Maybe you're, uh, you got the cobwebs. Shake them off. Let's get the gears going. Part of the joy of having a pet is being able to provide other another being with a life of leisure that we ourselves will never have. I'll say it again. I screwed up. Part of the joy of having a pet is being able to provide another being with the life of leisure that we ourselves will never have. Hmm. Okay. Each year, somebody earns the world record for the most amount of poops taken that year and doesn't know they've won it. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. We use cell phones made by slave labor to make statements about social justice. I bet you, uh, going back to the, the one right before that, I bet you... The people that are in the the real contestants, you know, the, the people that are in the running, know that they're in the running. They know they're in the running. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I there's bet nobody you. who's crap more than me. <laughs> I bet you they've said, "Man, I, I got a feeling I hold, I might hold a record." <laughs> or at least I'm in the top 15. Uh, putting money into a retirement account is low key gambling that you'll be around long enough to see it again. Wow, man! An empty browser history reveals more than a full one. Yeah. Bro, why is your browser history empty? What are you hiding? Oh, oh, I thought you meant like somebody that's just barely using it. No. Oh, okay. An empty, that's the way I take it. An empty browser history reveals more than a full one. The fact that we are still rickrolling people is evidence that we indeed are never going to give it up. That's true. Good for him, right? Indeed. Whoever first observed... The red eyes camera flash effect might have thought the person in the picture was possessed or something. Definitely. Definitely. I remember being a kid and I saw that for the first time. I went, oh my gosh, cousin so-and-so is, <laughs> is possessed. 
Parenting is a toxic relationship where you try to care for and love a tiny human that scream bites and hits you. Yeah, and is is most likely not going to like you until their mid twenties. Grandparents spoil their grandkids because they're trying to make up for some bad parenting they think they did with their kids. Oh man, that's that's pretty vicious. People learn to tie their shoes one way and never change in their whole life. That's true. And have you ever noticed people's uh, like when, when your kids like start getting uh, good at doing it when, mm-hmm. they're, when they're young? You realize that their style is so different than yours, and you're like, "Oh, that's weird." How the knot sits. Yeah, like, yeah, my yeah. dad's lefty, so I would always I was always so fascinated watching him tie his shoes because the knot looks different and it faces a different direction. It's so strange. How could this be so different? I don't know. But we achieved the same thing. Ice skating is walking in cursive. There is at least, all right, so there's at least one person on the planet Earth doing an activity that pops up in your mind right now. It's concerning that having real ingredients in full pro, uh, food products is a marketing and selling point. Yeah. Now with real Now this. with real strawberries. <laughs> Those who believe that the earth is flat don't ever tell us what it looks like on the underside. Velcro. Is that what they believe? What do flat earthers think is on the other side? I'm not even sure where to start imagining. And there are three sides to a coin, by the way. Only the edge. Yep. Just some quick shower thoughts. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- Now let's uh, give away some stuff. We have tickets to go see Sam Morell. It's a Riz Show Presents comedy show at the pageant, January 22nd. And we have tickets to go see one of the Point Earth Month shows with Bush, February 26th over the pageant. And we are playing golf course or rehab. Simple concept, Moon is going to read you the name of a business, and you tell us if it is a for real golf course or a rehab facility. Two out of three right, you win. All right, 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. Let's go to the phones. And we start with Aaron in Festus. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, guys. All right, Aaron. Hang on. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! <laughs> A.A. Ron! Where are you? It's right here. There you are. Where is A.A. Ron right right now? There he is. All right, Aaron, let's go. Uh, Golf course or rehab? Uh, The Daily Contest, by the way, is sponsored by uh, T.R. Hughes. Uh, Want $25,000 off of a move-in ready home? Visit trhughes.com. Okay, here is your first one. Santa Lake. Santa Lake in Dittmer, Missouri. Golf course. That is a rehab facility, and I believe they are a sponsor of yes. this radio yeah, show. they're incredible. They're, they are a sponsor of the radio station and Sa- radio show. Sauna Lake, Sauna Lake in Dittmer, Missouri. That is a rehab facility. That's right. Next. White Mountain in Ashland, New Hampshire. Golf course. Yes, that is a golf course. Final one. Griffin Gate in Lexington, Kentucky. Chicago Golf Course again. Yep, we got a winner. Yeah. All right, let's go to Houston from Trenton. Hello, Houston. Hey, happy birthday, Moon. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you, got, you almost got me there, pal. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Houston, here we go. Golf course or rehab? Shadow Mountain in Taos, New Mexico. Uh, 
Rehab. Yes. Hello. Rehab. Next. Seymour Tacoma in Tacoma, Washington. Rehab. Yes. Winner. Hey. Hang on. Okay. Let's go to Elijah in Overland. Good morning, Elijah. Good morning, fellas. All right, let's play. The Haven in Worcester, Massachusetts. The Haven. The Haven. I'm going to go rehab. Rehab indeed. Dang. Next. Pines and Katie Hill in Columbus, Mississippi. Oh, that's golf course. That is not a golf course. <laughs> <laughs> that is a rehab facility. <laughs> I love the confidence, though. Bring that to Magnolia Grove in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, that's got to be a golf course. Yeah, absolutely. Alabama, sir. Hang on, Elijah. All right. And the winner. Uh, let's go to John in Wentzville. Good morning, John. Morning. All right, here we go. Golf course or rehab? Pinnacle Peak in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, golf course. Rehab. Next. Griffin Gate in Lexington, Kentucky. Rehab. No, that's we had that one course. before, and that's a golf course. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was a trick. That was a trick question. Yep. Uh, he's gone. Uh, Zachary in St. Louis. Zachary, hello. Morning. Hey, good morning. All right, see if you can get this one. Blue Ocean in Kansas City, Kansas. Uh, rehab. Rehab. Yes, next. The Owl's Nest in Florence, South Carolina. Um, golf course. No. The Owl's Nest is a rehab facility. All right, bring it Final here. Final one. River's Edge in Shallot, North Carolina. Golf course. Yes. Winner. Hang on. This okay. is a tough game. I mean, this is like it's I mean, guessing. most of these are just guessing. Guessing. Uh, Curtis and Barnhart. Curtis. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, let's play. Dream in Williamsburg, Michigan. Uh, rehab. Nope. Golf oh. course. <laughs> I would have guessed golf course, too. I'm uh, sorry, Dream. I would have guessed, uh, guessed rehab, too. How about Bright Leaf? Uh, sorry, Bright Leaf in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. Rehab. Nope. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, man. I, I would have guessed that, too. Tough. All right, Keisha, hello. Hello. Hello, let's play. Prairie Ridge in Mason City, Iowa. Golf course. Rehab. Next. Eagle Crest in Bentonton, Arkansas. Hello. Uh, golf course. Rehab. <laughs> I tell you what, man. You can't be good at this game unless you're like an avid traveling golfer. Or you've been to one of these facilities. Right, right. Or you recognize one. All right, one final contestant. Let's go to Leslie and Arnold. Leslie. Hey. Let's, hey. Uh, let's take home a winner. Here we go. Ripple Ranch in Spring Branch, Texas. Ripple Ranch. Rehab. Rehab. All right. Common Ground in Aurora, Colorado. Rehab. No. Ah. Uh, one final Here one. Here we go. Here, okay. Here we go. You better bring it. Chambers Bay in University Place, Washington. Rehab or golf course? Chambers golf Bay. Golf course? You're saying golf course. It is a golf course. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Glad, I'm glad we did that. that. Yeah, man. Glad we got that last one. Uh, let's take a break.
completely sideways. And it went from that perfect plan to an Uber. Yeah. An ultra. Go on. Dare I say it? Don't you dare. No, I'm going to say it. Mega. Never sounded better. Fail. All right, thank you. A little too close to the mic, Scott. <laughs> I turned you down a bit. He right? Maybe Jamie, he was there. You were there. You were just making sure the <laughs> testing, testing. Go. Is this on? Test test. All right, got it. Yeah, good. Uh, Friday fail stories sponsored by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. All right, so this first one, it's it's mild in comparison to some of the other ones going on here, but. Uh, We'll call this a pet fail. A 23-year-old woman from Australia has a cat named Moose. Now, she adopted Moose last year. This chick friggin' loves this cat. When she took Moose to the vet to get spayed, the vet noted, hmm, something's very strange about Moose's breathing. The vet said they'd have to do some investigating, and they didn't want to put Moose under for the spaying if there was a problem. So cats usually take between 15 to 30 breaths a minute. Everybody not, knows that. Not mm -hmm. Moose. Moose would be breathing 80 breaths a minute. Sometimes she'd even be breathing over 100 breaths a minute. So that's, that's an issue. So it sounds like it's out of breath. So the woman would rush Moose to the vet. And taking the vet, taking a, taking a pet to the vet is quite expensive, yeah, isn't that, it? That can, that can... Super expensive when they have to run a bunch of tests. So Moose was taken to a specialist. And the woman wound up spending over 12 grand. Jeez. Trying to figure out what was and, wrong. And, and this with Moose. and she didn't realize this. She just said that the 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 first time she took it to the vet, the vet said, This is strange. Here's what's normal and this is strange. And then the vet was said, Here's a specialist, take Moose to the specialist. Yeah, yeah. So ooh, what happened? Uh conclusion? Uh Moose is weird and perfectly fine. Oh. <laughs> Fail. Yay. 12 grand down oh the drain. Oh, my God. 12 grand down the drain. The oh vet has man. a nice new car. Though. 12 grand down the drain. Uh, a man and woman in New Jersey arrested after stealing a car, fleeing from police, and then falling over 21 feet off an embankment and straight into a house. Here is, here's the crash and a witness talking about what happened. All right, here she is. <laughs> We thought we heard garage doors banging real loud. Unbelievable. <laughs> it was a car on top of a car. Just thankful nobody got hurt. Yeah, both suspects transported to a local hospital for treatment. Uh, nobody was hurt, thank God, but both arrested. Fail. That's, I, I saw the video of that one. That's the one where it like kind of goes like this and then oh, yeah. up on its front. Into like... Almost the, onto the house. But but it looks like there's somebody in the driveway when it happened was like kind of walking out towards the street. Like it could have been, you know, landed. Killed. It could have landed on this person. So this almost sounds like could be a could be the premise for like a road trip themed home alone movie. So last week, a 55-year-old guy from Thailand pulled off to the side of the road in the middle of the night to use the restroom. His wife was sleeping in the back seat. But after he got out, she decided, you know what, I, I could probably use the bathroom too. The man came back and <laughs> Accidentally drove off without her. Remember, he thought she was sleeping in the back seat. It was dark. He had no idea. No idea she got out to use the bathroom, too. He drove 100 miles before he realized she wasn't there. The woman didn't have a phone, 
didn't have any money, so she decided to start hoofing it on foot because she didn't want to stand around waiting on the side of the road. Uh, she walked 13 miles. Oh, my Before goodness. finding a police station at 5 a.m., there's not any specific details on how they reunited, but it sounds like the police were able to let the guy know where to pick up his wife. Oh, Failed. My goodness. I wonder if she knew her husband well enough to know that that was the reality and wasn't like, oh, he left me. Yeah, I can actually understand that happening. What? C- coming out of the bathroom and, and seeing this car gone and. No, no, in terms of the husband. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I can too, but I mean, put yourself in her position. You come out of the bathroom. At least now you don't you don't have to go to the bathroom, but you don't even know what happened. You don't know did he did yeah, he forget? He go? Did he plan this? Is this some spur of the moment he's leaving me? No phone, no money. Man. A man was arrested by New Mexico State Police after he allegedly dropped what appeared to be duty through a mail slot at police headquarters in the town of Clovis. <laughs> According to a criminal complaint, 24-year-old Christian Cook was confronted by state police officers as he walked away from the headquarters building around 10 o'clock that morning. He was allowed to leave without incident. And he, uh, he, his visit to the state police headquarters followed, uh, followed a call police said he made to state police in which he said he would throw dog poopy at the building. That call was one of 14 he made to state police within an hour <laughs> in which he said he was going to harass them and issue threats to fight with dispatchers. At one point, he said, let's take it out on the street without weapons. Y'all... Y'all like to treat people like dog crap? You're going to get dog crap, literally. I don't know what his end game here was, but uh, he's charged with four misdemeanor accounts of using the telephone to terrify, intimidate, threaten, harass, annoy, or offend. One misdemeanor count of interference with communications and a pending misdemeanor count of interference with public officials or the general public. Dang. Failed. Putting it in the mail like that. I thought that was like, doesn't that... Through the mail slot. Like, he went to police headquarters oh, and put slot. duty through oh. the mail slot. Okay. Was it stamped? I say, if you put it in like, if you put it in a mail, in like an actual U.S. mail thing, that's like federal crime already. Yeah. yeah isn't it? I mean, that's another charge. Uh, there are two main issues when robbing a place. There is the how to get in and then how to get away with all the stuff you're stealing. These people did not think through that second part. Two people in Florida, a man and a woman, were arrested last weekend after breaking into a house through an unlocked door. They also allegedly stole from a Dollar General earlier that day. And it wasn't hard to catch them. So while at the house, they called 911 for some reason. They didn't say anything. So deputies were dispatched to the area. When they showed up, the female thief said they'd called 911 to ask law enforcement to help them move stuff from the house they were robbing and to give them a ride to the airport because they were going to New York. <laughs> what? The deputies did help them bag up a couple of the items they stole and did get them a ride, but not to the airport. They were taken to jail, both charged with burglary. Failed. Had I don't know. Had I don't be, know. Had to be under the influence. I don't know. Uh, there, is, there is a video to go along with this one. Uh, you might think that arson is a crime even a stupid criminal could pull off successfully. Like, well, you just light something on fire. Wrong. Two suspects caught on surveillance footage outside a business in California just after midnight on Monday. Uh, you could see them pouring gas everywhere around the outside of this building. But they were too haphazard when it came to lighting it because the blaze immediately shot up and caught them on fire, too. Oh. 
you can actually see the flames on the clothing of both of the arsonists. But instead of doing the stop, drop, and roll thing, they just ran off while on fire. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. So firefighters came to put the fire out. The building was badly damaged. Uh, the two arsonists are still on the loose. I don't know how badly they were hurt, but police did release the video in hopes they would be identified. We're no longer the sticky bandits. Fail. The on-fire bandits. <laughs> <laughs> if you are ever in the hospital, it might be worth springing for a private room. So 72-year-old hospital patient in Germany was just arrested for unplugging her roommate's ventilator because the sound of it was annoying her. Oh, my goodness. So the other patient was a 79-year-old lady who needed a ventilator to breathe and, you know, stay alive. She did it once, and the hospital staff said, no, 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 you can't do this. This woman will die if you unplug her ventilator. And they made sure, they made sure she understood, hey, the ventilator is a life-or-death thing for your roommate here. But then she did it again later that night anyway, and it almost killed her. Oh, my gosh. Not, not only is it a life-or-death thing for this lady, it's a p attempted murder thing for you. Yep. Doctors had to revive the woman. Luckily, she made it. The lady who did it was in court, and she's facing charges for attempted manslaughter. Wow. <laughs> Failed. Wow. I got a couple more for you. Um, a woman from Florida was pulled over after rear-ending another car about a mile from her house. This is back in April. We're just talking about this now because the video of her interaction with the police was just coming out. So when Pinellas County deputies got to the scene, the woman's eyes were bloodshot and watery. Was she drunk? Most likely. Time for a sobriety test. She tried to walk a straight line along a parking space marker when she gave up and started Irish folk dancing. And the video shows her, you know, dancing wildly. And the deputy asked, do you, do you want to pay attention so I could give you the instructions? To which she said, yeah, well, you sound like my ballet coach, so sounds about right. She kept on dancing. And the officer said that wasn't good. She was ultimately arrested and charged with driving under the influence. Failed. <laughs> oh, this next story. Remember the movie Office Space where the characters attempt to create a virus that will steal fractions of pennies from an accounting system, mm -hmm. hoping it's going to add up in the long run? This. When the subroutine compounds the interest, right, it uses all these extra decimal places that just get rounded off. So we simplified the whole thing, and we just we round them all down and just drop the remainder into an account that we opened. So you're stealing. Uh, no, no, you don't understand. It's aggregate, so I'm talking about fractions of a penny here. And, uh, over time, they add up to a lot. So you're gonna make a lot of money, right? Yeah. That's not yours? Uh, well, it, it becomes ours. <laughs> How is that not stealing? <laughs> well, in the movie, wasn't the scheme botched? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he, 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 he must have missed a decimal, decimal point or something like yeah. that. And it becomes like, you know, uh, millions within a day. Yeah, and, and yet a criminal thought it would be... You know, a great inspiration for real-life theft. So a 28-year-old software engineer in Seattle was arrested after being caught skimming money from his employer, Zulily.com. So he manipulated the code so the checkout page would send shipping fees to his personal account. All right. He got around $260,000 before he was caught, plus about $41,000 in merchandise. That's about the same amount. As the 300K stolen in the movie. Oh, it was 300. 
the man told detectives uh, the plan was inspired by Office Space. Oh, no. <laughs> he even outlined the plan in a file on his laptop, which was titled Office Space Project. Brilliant. Moron. He didn't finish the movie? Did he stop at the scene you just played? He's been charged with two counts of theft in the first degree and one count of identity theft in the first degree. Oh. Failed. I wonder what my judge thinks reading that story. And finally, <laughs> there are a lot of fun ways you could burn through your life savings. Or you could just literally do it. A man in Italy is trying to recover more than $20,000 in government, uh, government bonds after he decided to hide his money in the chimney. Good spot. This man was worried about burglars. He was worried about burglars finding his life savings in his apartment in Rome. So he stashed them in his chimney and didn't tell anyone, including his wife. Oh, so she decided to light a fire around Christmas and all the bonds burned up. <laughs> he says he walked in, saw the fire, and almost passed out. Now, government bonds in Italy do come with serial numbers, so if you have the numbers and lose the bonds, you could get them reissued. Doesn't sound like the type of guy to guess who save, doesn't have save the, numbers. the numbers. Oh no! <laughs> oh, fail. And those are your Friday fail stories. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. See, some of that stuff should make you feel better about what whatever situation you are going through. It could be worse. A lot worse. Could be worse. Hey, did uh. Did your Greek fire bandmate Mark put out his new song today? Oh, I think so. The Walk Like an Egyptian. Yeah, do we have that? Yeah. Yeah. Is it in the system? Uh, not yet. I will get that in there. Put right it now. in the system. Okay. Sweet. I haven't heard it. And I, I love Mark. He's a, he's a great guy. He's a, he's a wonderful and very talented bassist. He's a quirky and, and weird, gentle, amazing dude that is maybe the greatest musician I've ever played with. Is, and now, is this like a serious song? Like, is it... Oh, I mean... You I know, love the original Bengals version. With Mark, like, he's... I don't know what to get. He's so unique. Uh, is he going to go Greek fire style, or is he going, t you know, uh, 2SG style? His his stuff is typically... Because he's in both bands. Yeah, his stuff is typically 2SG style. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's a cover, and he's he's having fun. He's having a great time. But we got to figure out what he put it under, because I don't think he put it under his name on Spotify. I don't, yeah, I don't know what he's releasing it as. We'll have to, we'll have to find out. Well, I want to, I want to play that song, and I'm, I'm curious as to what it sounds like. Because, again, I'm a fan. And also, we'll get to some of your emails after the break. It is 8.30. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, from all those terrible Jane Silent Bob type pictures, man. And you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. I guess we should open up the mailbag. Because <laughs> that's how, you know, we get our mail. Drops a huge sack. Here you go. A huge sack outside and rummage through all the letters. Try to answer your questions. So email us, ratio1057thepoint.com. You can also, uh, you know, drop us uh, some feedback via the Point Mobile app. This is from uh, Melissa here, Team Riz member Melissa. She says, my 17-year-old is challenging herself to listen to a new album a day. That's pretty awesome. Wow. That's cool. She is taking all requests... From family and friends. I was just wondering what your suggestions would be. Now, she is more, you know, into more of the alternative rock, but she's open to listening to mostly anything except country music. Sorry, King Scott, you could save your Alison Krauss suggestion. 
Because that's where you're going to go? Will you get to say Allison Krause? Of course, live in Louisville. No country. All right. Hmm. No country. How old is she? I expand her age. 17. 17, okay. So she is into more of the alternative rock, open li- to listening to mostly everything except for country music. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, Melissa says, uh, excited to hear your replies. We're always going to be team Riz. I don't know. Do you, do maybe like you, you suggest, again, a 17-year-old, do you suggest something, you know, more classic? Yeah, I was going to say uh, my my 14-year-old will say. Like a classic rock song? Beatles. My, my 14-year-old would have a Beatles record mm-hmm. uh, ready. Just to, I mean, even even if you're on alternative and you don't like the older stuff or whatever, like probably not a bad idea to see some, some of the roots of it. How about yeah. Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon? Well, that has been yeah. on the top 200 chart for 900 65 weeks in a row. <laughs> Dang. Man, and I would have been around that age whenever I got into that album. Pink Floyd? Yeah. Or Led Zeppelin 4. I would say Led Zeppelin 4, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. If you want something a little more modern, Queens of the Stone Age, Songs for the Deaf. Well, I was going to say a Queen. I was going to say a Queen record. Really, like, dig mm-hmm. into... How about something modern? I, I, You know, for me, Queens of the Stone Age, Songs for the Deaf... Um, what a great album. Yeah. Dave Grohl on drums. Perfect front to back. Yeah, I mean, alternative is so broad at this point that, like, I mean, I want to give us, for, for me, like, if I'm going to suggest it to a friend that I know is kind of in this mm-hmm. in the sense that I, uh, you know, uh, my sort of taste, I would say maybe a Dredge, El Cielo, or uh, there's a band called Mew and their record Fringers. Um, these are all like alternative, like kind of, mm, kind of experimental, spacey, but still like. Yeah, you, know, you know what's fun for somebody to listen to, somebody especially like this, if there's a song on there that they recognize. Yeah, and that's not going to happen in Mew or Dredge. Mm-hmm. But, no, but uh, they're beautiful albums. Okay, so okay, how about this? How about um, see? I don't know. I don't want. I'm going to throw a couple. I'm going to throw a couple. I was going to say Deftones around the fur. Okay, I'm going to say Toadie's Rubberneck. I'm yeah. going to say Live Throwing Copper. Definitely. I'm going to say, if you haven't done it already, Pearl Jam's 10 or or Versus. Uh, obviously, anything from Nirvana. Uh, I'll say Allison Chain's Dirt. Oh, you know, the perfect one. Silverchair's Silver Chair, Silver Frog Stomp, because they wrote it when yes. they were 15. They were, they were your age yeah. when they did this record. That's a great record, a great alternative record to give to a teenager that hasn't heard it. The Neon Ballroom and the Diorama. You'll be uh, set. You could also do Nine Inch Nails, Downward Spiral. But you know what I'm saying? It was teenage music made by teenagers. Sure. Yeah. There you go. So you got some anything, Scott? Yeah, I mean, uh, even slightly more modern than that. I think uh, Switchfoot's "Beautiful Letdown" is a great album. Oh, that's a great one. Jimmy World, "Bleed American," uh, or "Bleed America." There's uh, was I had another. Those are great thought, ones. But yeah, yeah. Um, Bleed America. I mean, the Killers, "Hot Fuzz." I like Samstown. It's my favorite Killers. Okay. Record. Yeah. But there you go. You got a whole bunch of suggestions. Have fun. Yeah. Cool yeah. email. Thank you. Uh, you remember yesterday, there's uh, something going around on TikTok. It's a home remedy uh, for a, a, a cure for the cold and, and the flu. It's putting it's putting uh, potatoes in your socks. <laughs> yeah. Slicing the potatoes. You slice a potato and you put, put it in your sock. On the bottom of your feet mm-hmm. while you're sleeping. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to suck the toxins out. Because they go, man, see? The, uh, the potato turns, you know, brown and black. In no way oxidation. That's the illness. That's the bad stuff. And I talked about I talked about my in-laws. They have a home remedy, and they used to do this for my kids when they watched my kids. They would, if the kids were sick, had a cold, they'd put onions in their socks. Which is the same thing, I guess. Same, same kind of same thing. Principle. 
So somebody writes, uh, mostly it may sound silly, but there may be some logic there. The bottom of your feet have major nerves that connect straight to your mouth and throat. So it might not be as crazy as it seems. For example, if you have really stinky feet, your breath will stink. If you rub garlic cloves in the bottom of your feet, you will get garlic breath. Fact. I've never heard that before. Hmm. Is that a fact? That's interesting. So that's why it's called halitosis. So, oh, per- so perhaps bad. onions in socks actually works to clear sinuses. Well, like I said, there's a lot of Eastern stuff, Eastern medicine that has to do with the feet and uh, uh, the pressure points, the acupuncture, all that kind of stuff with the feet and the rest of the body. So I, like I said, well, I think yesterday we even said like, hey, maybe, maybe there's some logic here we just don't know. I don't know. But tell us. Uh, well, this guy says that there may be some logic there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, my buddy checking in. Anything from the Smashing Pumpkins. Siamese Dream or Melancholy, yep. two great records for Melissa's daughter. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, back to the wedding reception kid, 22-year-old, who brought fast food instead of going to the buffet, and the mom was enabling mm-hmm. the kid to do that. First, I'd like to say you guys are amazing, and so many of us are behind you and support you completely. In reference to the a-hole man, yes, man, because he's 22 years old, he is most emphatically the a-hole, and Riz is absolutely right in calling his mother an enabling a-hole. Moon made a great point. Even at our ages, we still look to and consult our parents for assistance and advice. But with his age, that can only go so far. I had a huge moment of clarity after having my own children. My mother, just like her mother and her mother and so on, completely had to wing it when raising us. I've done the same and have looked to my mother for advice many times. But when it comes to being a selfish jerk, my mother ensured that I was not raised to be so. Totally rests on the parents, uh, parents less guardians to try to raise a productive member of our society, and that encompasses etiquette as well. A whiny, picky ass baby who has his mother take him out of a wedding venue to get special food for him is going to have the a hole word thrown at him for the rest of his life, and whenever or whatever partner he has will have to live up to the standards of catering to his every need, just like his mother's doing. Yeah, so he, he, I weep for the future. He, he's agreeing with me. What I said was it's both their faults, but it's 51% the mom, 49% the son. Because 22-year-old, yeah, it's an adult it's a kid. Yes, I know we were all just so spectacular as, at 22. I was Thank running you. a business. I was on the road. I was raising a family. We were all just so much better than this kid. But what I'm saying is uh, at 22, you are you are finding out so much about the world, the banking and how to do this and now how to do taxes and, and you're finally, finally off mom and dad's insurance and there's just a lot of stuff that's thrown at you. So it does like, I'm, I'm with this guy. I think this guy's with us. It's, hey, on, it's on both of them, but the, but the mom's got the lean here. Another one, same topic. Okay, Moon, you're giving way too much leeway to the knucklehead wedding snacker. You are not a kid at 22 years old. If you are a boneheaded nincompoop at 22, then you will be one at 35. Asking, would you like fries with that after you got your first big boy job? If you're old enough to vote, smoke, drink, serve in the military, have a college degree, carry a firearm, rent a car, gamble, pay your own bills, buy a home, hunt fish, and play the lottery, you are certainly old enough to read the damn room. Totally right, and I agree with you. And what I'm saying, one step further, whose fault is it? Is it the 22-year-olds that he's a baby, or is it mom's? That was the question. Was who was the bigger a hole? And that's all I was saying. I'm not giving the kid a pass at yeah, all. You guys, yeah, Moon never you, you gave the kid a pass. You guys are missing the point. Moon never gave the kid a pass. But you said the the woman was more of an. I the said mom the, I was said more the mom is more responsible here uh, because yeah, the 22 year old guy should be a man, but clearly he's still a kid. 
And that happens. Uh, yesterday, we had a whole thing on the worst uh, uh, genital injuries of, of 2022. Yeah, from, from the ER? Reports. From the ER. So from an ER, somebody went through all the ER logs from around the country and found, uh, I believe it was the 20 worst genital injuries of 2022. <laughs> and one of them was a man got his penis piercing stuck in his car door. Yeah. And also in the door of the dishwasher. And you go, why, why would your penis piercing be out and able to be closed in a door of any kind? This wasn't the same guy, was it? No, the uh, dishwasher makes sense. You got to clean it, but I don't understand the car. You got to take it off to clean it. Oh, I see. And you go, why, that, that should not really get stuck on... Anything, really, except your clothing. Yeah, one would hope. Well, somebody writes, the piercing stuck on things isn't nearly as far-fetched as you would think. I worked at a grocery store and nearly ripped out my belly button piercing Ah! multiple times while stocking produce crates, even wearing a thick polo and an undershirt. No, I don't. Same thing happened dismounting from a horse. I don't have the piercing anymore because it proved to be a hazard. Even now, I still get the cartilage piercing in my ear snagged on things way more than you think you it was possible. And I've nearly ripped my ring finger off getting my ring stuck on oh, the corner no. of a metal shelf in the pharmacy while grabbing a bottle of meds. Oh, that's that mm. finger avulsion that oh. uh, happened to Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. It sounds ridiculous to get piercing stuck on things, but it happens all the time. Yeah, but those are exposed. Yeah. Like, and, your ear is exposed. And I can't even understand. So so the belly button, you know, it's, it's above the belt. Maybe your shirt was up if you're if you're doing this. You yeah. know, if you're, re- if you're reaching up, it's like, I don't know. It just makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. to that, that that's more of a hazard there. This is... It's tucked away. This is no go. Yeah, your, your dong piercing is tucked away. The ca- and a car It's door. in a pouch, like you get underwear on. <laughs> I don't know how... I, I can't see it happening. <laughs> But and listen, it I, happens. I guess so. I mean that that we found out that was from the actual ER report. Wow! Uh, I remember yesterday we had an email about uh, from a security guard, and he was talking about the types of music fans that come to the venue and and how their behavior is. And he said country music fans are the worst. Mm-hmm. He said country music fans at concert venues are the worst. That was from a security guard. He said fights, demands. And was it trash? Like leaving trash? Yeah, behind? yeah, yeah. I thought that was the the jazz people. Oh, jazz people. Oh, yeah, people the left jazz people well, left, left yeah. a lot of trash. Well, anyway, uh, this is from Team Riz member Paul. He says, Morning, fellas, and cardboard cutout Jeff. I'm sending this email in regards to the email that was read yesterday during the mail segment. I used to work security at the amphitheater for a few years a while ago. In fact, Moon, uh, he says, Moon gave my son a drumstick from his old band at his first concert. Oh, awesome. And he's inadvertently had a handful of your junk when you've jumped off stage before. Anyway, um, <laughs> while uh, while I agree with the fact that the earlier email that the emailer says country fans are the worst, that person must not have ever worked at a Dave Matthews Band concert. Oh no! <laughs> Tell me more. He says the endless number of entitled Thatchers is redonkulous, <laughs> oh, and it's funny to see the word redonkulous written out. <laughs> One show, I decided to keep track of how many underage drinkers I would encounter. Oh, I bet. I had 23 underage drinkers, mostly females, removed from the show before Dave Matthews came on stage crazy. (laughs) Dang. 
He says, keep up the great work. The show is addicting. Epic. Three out of five stars. Yikes. Yikes. Um, Dave uh, Dave Matthews, when he comes to the amphitheater, is he one of those that does like two, three nights? Like a weekend or something? <sighs> every time, I mean, I, I every time I listen to the records, which is rare, but, but when I get there, I'm always like, this is such good stuff. I've seen Dave Matthews twice. I see, and I really want to see it, but it's like... I've never seen him here in St. Louis. I saw him once. It was at a small, like a bar. Whoa. Oh, Maybe like a heat. special It was like, like a, a special, yeah, it was in Harlem. Did it sound good? Because he's kind of that big, open sound. It was like a stripped down kind of Dave Matthews <laughs> okay. and a couple of the... It's funny you say that. Guys. I used to work at a, a, a music store on, on a page called uh, McMurray, Man, McMurray, Mus- McMurray Music Center. And awesome. when I worked there, there was a, uh, uh, nobody knew this, but there was, or some people knew this, there was a, like a, not a venue, but it was, it had like a tiny little stage in the basement. And the basement had like a, a little venue, if you will, that they would put on clinics. And Dave Matthews was there when I was there. I wasn't allowed to go downstairs. I don't know if it was like radio winners or something that got to go in, but you could hear it if you were over by the dock. Uh, coming through the, the, the floor a little bit. I don't remember ever seeing him, um, but uh, but I heard a little bit of it oh. and, and was like trying to listen, and that's the closest I've ever got to, to seeing a live show. But I've always that's wanted awesome. to see it, but it's, again, one of those things you, you hear about somebody saying, oh, I, I really want to be a fan of that person. Great work. Hate the fan base. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what people have always said to me, like, oh, don't go. It's it's college, and if you're not looking for that, then that's not well, what and I, and I saw him at Giant Stadium, and it was Great. Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought it was great. I, I mean, I'm not I, a huge Dave Matthews fan. I think I missed out listening to those people. Um, I like some of the songs. Yeah, but it was. Uh, yeah, it was an entertaining show. He put on a he put on a good show. Eh. I, mean, I wanted He's to see his like band. Three Eleven, where if you're at the amphitheater, it's almost better to sit in the grass and just enjoy from yeah, that. I just angle. like the music. Yeah, a bass player, the drummer, they're good. So good. Everybody everybody Man. in that band. So yesterday you guys touched on people buying cassette tapes uh, when there's really no need for it anymore. Yeah, remember buying cassette tapes and getting cassette players. You know, they sell them now. You could buy a cassette player. I think you could qu- buy cassettes at certain places. You're, and I go, why? Yeah, yeah. I, was gonna say, I think your question was, why? Why would you do that? I, I almost understand, you know, uh, buying a record player and buying records because there's a certain sound. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, and then and there's, you know, everything's digital now. But cassette tapes suck. <laughs> there's no reason. I didn't come up with an answer to your why. Well, this guy says, normally I would agree with you, but retro media has gotten pretty ugly expensive, and right now cassette tapes are the cheapest form of retro media to collect. Okay? Um. And he says, luckily for me, I was able to find the 2001 Garth Brooks album Scarecrow in cassette. <laughs> and I know it's currently rare as a diamond. Wow. And he attached a picture of the cassette tape if uh, we needed proof as evidence. For the record, I do not intend to put this tape into a cassette player because I remember how a tape can screw up pretty easily. Yeah, I was wondering if he was playing it or not. That's the uh, that's the other thing, too, is I made sure that I bought, like, a quality turntable because I was finding some really cool records. And I wasn't buying records for the value. I was buying them so I could hear them. Um, but I wanted to, like, keep them in good shape. So I made sure I got, like, a quality player. So I wasn't doing it cheap and like ruining these mm. these like you know relics of of rock and roll past. Uh, this one uh, just riding uh, Moon to remind him the Gateway Fishing Show is the sixth through the eighth. In case you didn't know, I know I've been seeing it on on TV. They've been talking about it. It's where's pre- that at? It's pretty exciting. I'm assuming it's down at the uh, the Dome, uh, yeah, America Center, yeah, the Convention Center, Gateway Fishing Show. 
this weekend. The problem is if I go down there, I'm going to spend money that I shouldn't be spending, um, and I'm going to be looking at boats, and I absolutely shouldn't be looking at boats. Just I should be show. looking for more friends with boats. Love the show. Three to five stars. Yeah. And uh, finally, listener Stocks writes, he was listening to Wednesday's podcast, here is my perfect STL care package. Remember, we're trying to put together a St. Louis uh, care package of food. Right, yeah. Because I sent my sister-in-law the gooey Louie butter cake, and she got it, and it was, she was so appreciative. Awesome. I said, what's something we could box up and ship to anywhere that represents the food of St. Louis? What should we put in this box? Well, Stotch writes, uh, Louise's tea, ravs, and meat sauce. Yep, we talked about that. Uh, frozen Emos, Ted Drew's, Kenrick's uh, meat market pork steaks, which are good, I've had. Hmm. G&W meets Lanyager. Very good. Mall's Barbecue. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Mall's is fantastic. Uh, gooey Louie Butter Cake. Mom's Deli Sandwich. Line's Choice Roast Beef Seasoning. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. idea. Yes. Great idea. It freezes so well. Yeah. Great hey, idea. And Mall's, I don't know if they're still making this. They, they Last year, they started making a jalapeno one. It's just like a light jalapeno. Excellent. Excellent. Perfect amount of just, not even zip, just flavor. He said Pasta House Salad Dressing. They do sell that. Hmm. Pasta House Salad Dressing. Uh, I'm trying to think. Because that's a real wet salad, right? Well, it, it depends on how much you put on. But if you tell the person who's receiving the package, you have to take a little lettuce and pour all the salad dressing on it. <laughs> now, if you're going to do the so St. Louis If you Louis really want to get the St. Louis st style, <laughs> you got to put Provel cheese all over the salad. You need three pieces of lettuce. Yes, make this a romaine soup, if you will. <laughs> and just pour all the dressing on it. <laughs> Uh, as far as beer goes, he says Bud Select or another St. Louis beer. He had no, you know, no real specifics there. And uh, he said put on a card like a recipe for a slinger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. That's Thanks, Dodge. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's a great start. Thanks, that's a big Dodge. box. It's a big box. Yeah. Probably costs a lot to ship out, but that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. All right. So Greek Fire bassist and 2SG member, mm -hmm. Mark. Mm-hmm. He uh, is a very talented musician. I have not heard this song, and I, and I love Mark, and I want to support him in any way I can. He's a good dude. Yeah, and he's a prolific musician. He really does it all. He's a great singer. He's a, a sick bass player. He, so, plays, he plays for Queens Boulevard, by the way, uh, as well, and Teenage Dirtbags. Okay, so Scott's been barking about this, this cover song for a couple of days now. Yeah, we uh, recorded it. We? Are you on this? Yeah, I'm on the... Uh, Second verse there. Oh, feature. Are you, I, I had no idea. Yeah, it's a feature, it's featuring bro. me. Yeah, so, this so is... it's a pretty exciting deal, and we recorded this a while back, and and we've been very excited. He's been extremely excited to get this out. So, I'm, so is I'm this available on uh, Spotify, Spotify? Everything you can find it under Gordon T. Kind of like Mr. T, but with like Gordon, Gordon in front T. of it. There's, Mr. There's, and there's multiple Gordon T's. So if you look that up, I would look up Walk Walk Like an Egyptian and look Gordon for the T. look for the yeah, look for the album cover that looks very bizarre. Yeah, it looks like it's <laughs> that this, looks like Mark's personality. It's the same artist that did the two SG album cover, believe it or not. And it's a weird so he's album. Calling cover himself as well. Gordon T. Yeah, Gordon T. Because uh, his name in the two SG is uh, Gordon T. Host. Okay. Then um, G host and, ghost and T stands for Titanic, so it's pretty cool. All right, now I swear to God, I'm listening to this for the first time. I've never heard this. Scott okay. has built this up, and oh, I can't wait for the second verse. One song of the year. Keep right your here. finger on the dump button because if it's featuring King Scott, you, yeah, know you never know. Oh yeah, you never know. All right, so this is Gordon T. And Gordon's cover of the Bengals "Walk Like an Egyptian." Here we go.
He's yes, awesome. Thank you. I loved it. He crushed it. I honestly, honestly, really enjoyed that. Yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be on my playlist. I, I followed the uh, the artist already because it's a, you know it's a brand new artist on Spotify, so it's like it's kind of hard to find. You gotta like follow. Uh huh. Um, but I thought that was great. When I'm he also sent, on mushrooms. When he, so, <laughs> no, when he okay. sent it to me, I thought it was going to be, you know, more kind of 2SG and sort of the goofy stuff. And I was like, holy cow, this rips. Is that you singing? It's great. Dude, he did great. Yeah. I he, thought it was great. The, yeah. The guys that worked on are incredible musicians. So it's so, Walk Like an Egyptian and Look Up Gordon T. Yeah. And that's who did that. And it's some of the guys from Queens that are on that, too, from Queens Boulevard. Queens Street. Boulevard. So, yeah, so when you say Queen, guy. you know, it's like, all right, Queen, the yeah. band, or Queen's <laughs> the Stone Age, got to... Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. It's got. It's like a. It's like a, the classic with like quirky spice. Yeah. Well, like congratulations, Mark. Like the Pseudo Show. Traffic and weather. Scott didn't sound half bad either. Hey, thank you. All right. All right. Up after the break, uh, we got some sports. Moon's gonna take his uh, his licks. Oh boy. For losing the Pick'em Challenge, I believe you have four airsoft gunshots yeah. coming your way, and we'll I'll stream it on Instagram, and it'll be from the perspective of. Prisoner. Not excited. Hey, it's Jeremy Piven here. Happy birthday, Riz. I'm really, really glad that you were born. All right, so I'm going to leave it up to you. Do you want to get your shots out of the way now? Or do you want to do sports and then we'll do... Okay. Uh, let me think about it. Uh, I guess... I guess it's better to get him out of the way now. That way you will so not. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm worried about it. But so Moon's got four just, shots coming his way for now. losing the Pick'em Challenge, the NFL Pick'em Challenge. So you got shots coming your way. Polo has shots coming his way. Oh, a seven. Oh. He went from. Aye, aye, aye. How many weeks was that without a loss? I know. Yeah, he was doing really well mid-season. Um, and I thought I was doing okay. Riz, you were so impressive. Uh, uh, I appreciate that. You stayed that. out of trouble, but not only did you stay out of trouble, you were like 12s, 13s, 14s. You were winning most of the yeah, weeks. Yeah, out of everybody who played, I, as far as the fast lane and, and Rishaw, number one, baby. That is we sweet. We still have week 18 to go. Uh, but yeah, I got lucky this year. Last year, I believe Jeff was the guy. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. When he like ranked amongst the entire. Yeah, like number I, seven in the I, entire. Yeah, Jeff in is the top, entire league. Top ten out of thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands. Insane. It's not easy, man. Even if you're, you know, a football enthusiast. No, and as far as the overall who won ratio fast lane, I I will concede defeat to the fast lane, and I will honor what we had said. We are honorable men here. Indeed. I'll, I'll honor the the punishment that was set forth, which come February, the ratio will be presented by the Fast Lane on ESPN. And I will take the polar plunge to benefit Special Olympics. Yep. So count me in. Yep. <sighs> Should I wear the Speedo? You still have it? Oh, I thought course. you lost it. No, I have the Speedo. I thought, it, didn't I, uh, did I ask to borrow it or something and you said you lost it so I wouldn't use it? I would never let you borrow that Speedo. Oh. Did you wear it for the uh, for the Riz Olympics? Oh yeah, I did the oh, high dive. Okay, that, that's what we were. That's we, I, I think at that time you weren't sure if you had it. I did the high dive. You thought you lost? No, it. I, had to, I had to get it back from the Smithsonian. Uh, <laughs> that's what it was. Because it's next to Archie Bunker's chair. <laughs> all right. Hopefully the gun doesn't work today. No, it works. So uh, all right, so Moon, you're gonna stream it on Instagram. Yeah, we're, and we're, it'll be like an over the shoulder type type of thing. So you'll see. We're live uh, right King now. King Scott, shoot you. So let's do this, Scott. Get the gun. Uh, Alrighty. Okay. Four shots coming Moon's way. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's what you get for picking mascots as far as 
Hey, normally, who's going to win? Normally it doesn't do. It's not bad for me. Well, this year, well, I mean, you lost, what? This is your fourth week lost. Yeah, must. I mean, must yeah. be. And uh, it's about halfway up, right? We me halfway up. Just be nice, man. All right. Yeah, be nice to him. Do do. Is that the line, or is it the is it line behind that? No, it's got to be that one. It can't be. It can't be. That so, I've been shot. So, how do you want it? Do you want it? I just I two just, and then two, like just, two on one cheek or back and forth. Just shoot one two three shoot one two three shoot. Yeah, but how, how do you want it aimed? Do you want like first two on the on the right cheek and then the last two on every the... other, every other, right? Every other's fine. Okay, ready? Okay, stick that tush out. It's out. It's it's fine. It's fine. I smell it. Three, two, one. Oh boy, that's left cheek. Oh, we gotta stop. This hurts too bad. Come on. Three, two, one. Oh, that's right cheek. Three, two, one. Three, two, one, go, go, go. Oh, Ooh, man. <laughs> Ooh, man. Oh, I'm sorry, man. That's, that's so stupid. Oh. You threw your phone down. We're, we're on Instagram. I don't care. <laughs> oh, go pick the, pick the phone up and follow him around. Okay. It's moon can't sit still now. Dude, that's so... That's just so much worse than it should be. We got to get a different gun, man. Who? Who? Or we could do the reasonable we thing gotta, and wear pants. We gotta, no. <laughs> dude, that's, that's too much, man. Oh, my goodness. Polo has seven of Polo those. Polo seven of those. I, I don't think he, has he, he's been shot by this gun before, right? Polo? Yeah, has Polo? I think so. No, no, no. he has No, he has not. I don't think he knows. What's coming? I don't think he's going to be okay with this. Polo, I, wear your iron underwear. I'm telling you, man. Well, maybe we could make a deal. Seven shots is a lot at, Listen, at two, two or three... It's like uh, survivable. Four, seven. You, you get when into you get four. To seven. Maybe we could. Maybe we could swing something because seven is a lot. Yeah. Like my heart hurts right now because my, my body is worried that I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, my my yeah, vitals yeah. are going. What do we need to prepare for? There's adrenaline starting. Up, though. Yeah, dude. I'm. Uh, <laughs> you got. I'm in serious pain. I know. I know. It sounds like we're being dramatic. I assure you. I assure you, we're the good not. news is that'll be there for a long time because I, I still have marks on mine, and that was early December. Oh, you, 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 all right. You hit. He hit right on this meaty spot on the, kind yeah, of the outside. Yeah, you did good, Scott. Thank you. Same, same. Like his clustering is perfect on both sides. He's been practicing. You hit mm-hmm. the same spots. I can feel the bumps. Good job, Scott. All right, let's do sports. <laughs> the Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, so the Blues beat the Devils 5-3 to three in New Jersey last night. Robert Thomas scored a power play goal and an empty netter during a three-goal third period. Third period, goals by Brandon Saad, and Robert Thomas gave the Blues a 4-2 lead midway through. Ivan Barbashev had a goal and an assist. Bennington, 36 saves. The team is now 19-17-3 in Montreal tomorrow night. Game 6 o'clock. So, Vladdy Tarasenko, he has been selected as the Blues representative for the NHL All-Star Game. This will be his fourth time in eleven uh, in his 11-year career. Now, remember, he got a hand injury. So, he's he's on IR right now. So, who knows if he'll be if he'll be able to play. He will be evaluated in four weeks, which takes him to the end of January. Under the new All-Star selection format, a committee chooses one All-Star from each NHL team to represent a division. So, Vladdy Tarasenko was selected as our representative. Now, fans, you, me, we now have the opportunity to vote for three more players, two skaters and one goalie within the division, including Blues candidates. The fan vote is from now until January 17th. 
All-Star Weekend is February 3rd and 4th in Sunrise, Florida. That is where the Panthers play. St. Louis Battlehawks have officially released their 2023 schedule, Kaka indeed. Uh, their first game will be on February 19th, which is a week after the Super Bowl. They'll be on the road against San Antonio, the San Antonio Brahmas. It's a great name. The following Thursday, they'll they'll be in Seattle to play the who? Does anyone remember the Seattle what? This, uh, it's a bird, right? No. No, no, no. Dra something, sea dragons. Sea dragons, yes. Whoa, Seattle sea dragons. Nice. And then on March 5th, they will be in D.C. to play the... Flobies. The uh, D.C. who? Moon. Go ahead. D.C. Uh, we got the not, San Antonio not, not Brahmas. Guardians, we got Guardians. the Sea Dragons in Seattle. We got the D.C. Commanders. Defenders. Defenders. Yes. And also, first three games are on the road. The home opener is going to be at the Dome March 12th against the Arlington... Renegades. Whoa. Yeah, right. Yo, brother, I'm an enthusiast. I've been here since the beginning. That's that March 12th incredible. game will be at 3 o'clock. There will be 10 games altogether. Eight XFL teams are split into two divisions. So we are in the XFL North. That's the D.C. Defenders, Sea Dragons in Seattle, and the Vegas... Uh, the Vegas Gamblers. Vipers. Rollers. Yes. Vipers. XFL yeah. South is the Arlington Renegades. The Houston... Rockets. Roughnecks. The Orlando Pace. Guardians and the San Antonio Brahmas, which I mentioned Brahmas, before. Brahmas, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that too, actually. They got a cool logo, a right? Great. What the hell is a Brahma? It's a bull. It's a bull. Huh? Right? Isn't it? Uh, yeah, no there's idea. like a, uh, I think that's a, mm, I think a Brazil, my baseball glove might be a Brazilian beer, uh, beer or something. It's like Brahma. Uh, Buffalo Bill safety, DeMar Hamlin, is awake and communicating. It's great news, but only on paper. He can't speak yet because he's still on a ventilator. But uh, Wednesday night, uh, he actually asked doctors who won Monday night's game. And the doctors told him, quote, you won the game of life. Yesterday, uh, DeMar's rep said he's making steady progress and has shown, quote, remarkable improvement. Over the past 24 hours, he also appears to be neurologically intact because that's where they're worried about. They're yeah, worried man, about possible brain damage. News. That is huge. And the NFL announced yesterday that the Bills and Bengals will not replay the game. Now, both teams are already in the playoffs, so that won't be effective. Officials are meeting today to figure out seeding since they're, they haven't played as many games as everybody else and other issues. So, for example, if, if the Bills and Kansas City... They're proposing if they both get to the AFC Championship game, the game will not be in Kansas City. The game will be at a neutral site. That's one of the scenarios that could happen. They'll, they'll announce that today. Mm. Uh, and the NFL has shuffled the schedule for the final week of the regular season, which starts tomorrow. Matchups that have a significant bearing on the playoffs have been moved to, of course, primetime. Primetime Saturday, primetime Sunday as well as the late Sunday afternoon window. So Saturday's marquee game is the Titans versus the Jaguars, with the winner claiming the AFC South title. Sunday, 325, the N uh, NFC's top seed will be crowned based on if the Eagles win or lose. If the Eagles lose, Dallas or San Francisco can rise to the top spot in the conference. Uh, Sunday's primetime matchup is the Lions and Packers in a game that could have several win and in implications for both teams depending on the result of the Rams-Seahawks matchup. Don't forget to make your picks. The final picks for the NFL Riz Show Fastlane Pick'em Challenge. All right, there is... I'm confident. This week, make sure uh, you make your picks. Yeah, kind of, although you made a great, great point that who knows who they're going to be sitting. 
and all that. You know? Yeah, some of the games that don't really have playoff implications. Like Saturday, I got I got. Uh, they Kansas gotta City. sit some people and make yeah, sure they're healthy right. for the playoffs. I got Kansas City and Jacksonville. I'm assuming Jacksonville is going to be playing all they need to play. Well, no, Kansas City is playing uh, the Raiders. I know. I, I know. I know. I'm saying I have oh, okay. Kansas City and Jacksonville for the Saturday games. Those are the two games because Jacksonville's playing uh, Texas. Right? I, 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 either way, I got the Jaguars winning. Well, let's be careful in your picks, okay? Okay. Yep. All right, that's your sports. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back. King Scott has your headline good. Hey, it's Garth Brooks. Thanks for listening to my friends on The Rizzuto Show. In the morning. And Donna Fandango. In the afternoon and all your favorite Garth songs all day long. Now, that's a great combination. So, you know, I'm trying to do this dry January thing, right? How you doing? This is the first big, like, big test this weekend. Is it? Well, for a lot of people trying to do the the dry January thing. Yeah, you can do it. Oh, I know I can, but, you know, it'll be tough. Going to a friend's house for dinner uh, tomorrow night. Got to stay stay tough. Got to stay strong. You got this. You going to take anything... uh in place, just just LSD. Just, <laughs> oh, that's good. I mean, like just for your hand, like a water bottle or a no, a Gatorade. No, no, my my wife's in it with me, so. Oh, then you it's, yeah, she's, then it's three times easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want her to hit me. Are your kids doing? They're they're they're, they're doing dry dry January too. Yeah. My kids are, which is good. But <laughs> no, somebody actually sent me this article, um, to, to like, hey, if you're trying the dry January thing, uh. Be motivated. Stay the course. These are good things that happen to your body when you give up alcohol for just one month. Okay, these are good things that happen to your body when you give up alcohol for one month. First off, you might decrease your risk of cardiovascular disease. Like when you drink to excess, the way alcohol is metabolized can produce free radicals and increase your bad cholesterol. And that can lead to clogged arteries. It also might reduce your risk of cancer. And according to a government report, there are links between alcohol consumption and the development of several types of cancer, including, of course, liver, uh, esophageal, uh, breast, and colorectal cancer. You might lose weight. Yeah, I know somebody that only cut out alcohol for a year and lost, I don't, I don't know what it was, probably 20, 30 pounds, something like that. Just 20, out. 30 pounds? How much was he drinking? Well, a I mean, lot. I, like, like I said, I think that also plays into other habits. You're probably not staying up as late. You're probably not eating as much food because you're staying up as yeah, late. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably that's true. Okay. But that right, was so the only change that this person made. No exercise, no no change, no, like, oh, I'm going to awesome. join a soccer team. It was nothing like that. It was just cutting out alcohol, see what happens, lost. And that's what I'm doing, see what happens. Lost 20 to 30 pounds, huh? In a year, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm your casual social drinker anyway. You know, I, don't, I don't drink during the week. It's just the yeah. weekends, you know? But uh, it's not just the alcohol's calories that you'll be cutting out. It's also the sugar from things like mixed drinks. Yeah. If you cut out alcohol, you may sleep better. Uh, studies have found that when normal drinkers stop drinking for a month, they slept better and found it easier to concentrate. And you could feel happier. Alcohol is a depressant. So it could cause people to feel negative mental side effects. Giving it up for just a month might make you feel happier overall. And then February first, give me all the, give me all of it, <laughs> give me all of it. No, I mean, listen, I may feel so good and be like, you know, I'm, yeah, probably not. But 
<laughs> no, I bet you you will. Yeah. You feel I'm, trying to be, I'm trying to you know, have a positive mental attitude yeah. about this. It's yeah, right. I, I, it's I, going well. I feel like especially with what we do and as early as we wake up, every little adjustment you feel... Tenfold. Magnified. Yeah. yeah I mean, ex- exponentially. Hey, just a little update with, with sports. Uh, we A lot of people have been tweeting us and, and different things about DeMar Hamlin. Um, Buffalo Bills, seven minutes ago, just released that... that, that Damar actually FaceTime into the team meeting today to talk to the players and it then said, Love you, boys. Oh, so he's off the ventilator. He's off the oh, ventilator. Oh, that's nice. That's speaking good. and FaceTimed Crazy. into the players oh, and coaches. Wow. So very cool to hear. That's great. So news. totally off the ventilator. That's good news. All right, let's do uh, your headline goo. Hey, what's going on in the news today? Yeah. All right, King Scott, what do you got for us? Tokyo is so crowded with people that officials will pay them to leave. LA has a similar policy, but replace people with Kardashians. Prince Harry says he killed 25 people as a pilot in Afghanistan, but the world's most famous redheaded bomber remains Carrot Top. <laughs> Prince Harry revealed in his book that Prince William urged him to wear a Nazi costume to a party in uh, 2005, while Kanye West is urging him to wear one in 2023. <laughs> and of course, as it turned out, it's not the right thing to do. All right. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Not the right thing to do. Yeah. Today's show is brought to you by people celebrating dry January. So thanks for helping the rest of us identify exactly who we never want to hang out with. <laughs> Maybe that's your, your goal all along. <laughs> Stop getting the invites. Oh, yeah, there you go. January is International Brain Teaser Month, so I hereby challenge you to solve the impossible riddle of how Rob Schneider became famous. Oh, dude. <laughs> Microsoft is launching a new version of its Bing search engine, and if you want more information about Bing, you can Google it. (laughs) Jeremy Renner turns 52 tomorrow, and don't forget to wish him a happy birthday or he'll be crushed. I'll tell you what, man. Thank you, Moon. That was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Olsen got married, and there was an awkward moment when the groom embraced her for a kiss and accidentally broke her in half. Yeah, the- and finally, theaters will offer free screenings of Elvis on Sunday for his birthday. Of course, if theaters really want to celebrate Elvis's spirit, they give out free cake. Ew. May the goo be with you. Too soon for Elvis? Yeah, I think so. Man. You... Vicious today, but it really was, did. My jokes were blue vicious, suede but today. Amazing. Man. Vicious, but I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> you would. <laughs> uh, before we hit the final break of the morning, I just want to just do some quick news for you. And, and in fact, I'll start with a uh, with a very quick rundown of uh, this week in science. This week in science, guys. Sweet. I've been waiting for a science scientific update. things from the week. I know you've been waiting for this. Uh, a study found humans may have started wearing clothes over 300,000 years ago. Simple things like draping themselves in bearskin furs and Crocs. <laughs> uh, Guinness announced that a bird broke a world record by flying 8,435 miles nonstop from Alaska to Australia. It's a type of bird called the bar-tailed godwit, and it had a tracker on it. And it flew 11 straight days without stopping to eat or rest. The crazy thing is that the bird had no solid plan. He just winged it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you had us all laughing with the Sorry. headline goo, and then you ruined it. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was, that was okay, and at least it didn't make me shake my head. 
A uh, study on physics, uh, on the physics of uh, skipping stones across water, found it might be fun to use round rocks sometimes. Like flat rocks will give you more skips, but heavier, rounder stones are more likely to give you one mega bounce. Yes, there were people paid to figure that out. Mega bounce. And you know the uh, Consumer Electronics Show is going on in Vegas this weekend, so you got a lot of innovative things that are being unveiled. Oh, yeah. That kind of stuff like starts unfolding after after the weekend. We'll we'll hear about this went over really well, or check out this thing where to expect this next year. So right. next week I, yeah. will be a big one. I you. got a couple like like things that were unveiled, uh, like a toilet sensor to analyze your pee. Oh, it happened this last weekend. It's, yeah, well, this week. Like, oh, okay. This okay, week, okay. this past week. Uh, BMW BMW has uh, a color-changing car, which I did watch the video That's of them cool. doing that. So you can blend in with your surroundings? Like, there are different panels that will change color. So you can make you, hey, oh, I feel like a red car today. Oh, whoa, that's wild. Oh, I feel like a... That's a terrible <laughs> idea. Uh, law enforcement is yeah. uh, not keen on this. Last thing we need is Carmelians. We're looking there. for a yellow BMW. I got it, Scott. Now it's red. Carmelians. Now it's blue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have implications. Yeah, There's that, no way the law is that is that trouble. Through. Well, the good news is... People won't have to steal anyone else's car anymore. Why do you go? They can just switch the color of theirs. Why do you go for the, you know, you guys go for the negative immediately. Like it's going to be used for crime. Why do I automatically go to what will humans do with this technology? Uh, I don't know. Life? Why do you, go, you Experience? guys go right to the negative? Well, you also right got to look how, at the. How could this be used for evil? Well, here's the positive. <laughs> you get bored with your orange car and you're like, I just want a new car. Blue. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Brand like, new car. Do you know why? Because uh, my mood today is yeah, yellow. That's cute, but I was a Boy Scout. Be prepared. Be prepared. That's why. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Every police yeah, department no, said be they're doing evil. We know that. We know that. <laughs> we know it's going to be used for evil. Try to figure out what's going to be how evil this is going to be. An oven that lets you live stream food while it cooks. An oven that lets you live stream How could that be used for bad? An oven that lets you live stream food while it cooks. A lot of successful turkey uh, turkey roasting Twitch channels coming out. I don't see how that would be. I can't. Would, yes. Uh, there's also a huggable anti-anxiety pillow that breathes like it's alive. That's pretty creepy, but I could see how that, that could be yeah. something that could help people. They also unveiled a locker that deodorizes your smelly shoes in 37 minutes. This is amazing. That We're there, guys. It's special. This we is, are there. This is amazing. How much is that? I don't know. Usually these things don't have price tags on them. It's just like, here we go. Have you ever seen a new locker? Did you ever have a school? And unless you're like going into no. a school for the first year. I mean, we were using stuff like that new lockers. 50, no. 60 years old. I've never, I've never seen. You only had a gym. You know, this is open. Do you find new lockers? But schools, they somehow they'll find them. They go to the 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 dump or something and buy them. Yeah, even the new lockers that they are old lockers and beat up and. Which, by the way, on. have you seen those? Because uh, you know, my my kids love to do like antique shopping, so we'll hit antique. There's a lot of cool antique malls in the mm -hmm. area, and we'll hit those. And, and occasionally, you'll see uh, high school lockers from you know whatever high school doesn't exist anymore or whatever and every once in a while I'm tempted to go that's really cool for like a kids room like to have it in your room have like a, is it like a closet kind of space it's super cool it's and the mud was, room and then I always think I don't, nah. 
I don't want to. I don't no. want to carry this home. Nah. And when you move, it's going to be one of the first things is to set out inside a curb. And but then you think, out. yeah, and how many nasty, sweaty dozens <laughs> and, and hundreds of high schooler, you know, high school gym classes use this locker? Yeah. The live streaming cooking food, Wag says, uh, serial killers could live stream the way they like to prepare their victims. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we, we would have thought we of that. Solved that one. We would have thought of that eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amazon's going to lay off more than 18,000 employees, making it the single largest jobs cut for tech companies since the industry started scaling back uh, a year ago. So Amazon CEO says the layoffs are the result of an uncertain economy and the company's rapid hiring over the years. So most of the cuts are going to come from Amazon's corporate departments. Warehouse workers will not be affected. And what's crazy about that, so you go 18,000 people, damn. Yeah. What's crazy about that, despite cutting 18,000 jobs, that represents just over 1% of Amazon's total workforce. Whoa. They employ 1.5 million people. I was just looking that up. <laughs> 1.5 million. Ah. Hey, does that wow. include sellers? Like, I'm not working for, for Amazon, but I'm selling products on, on, on Amazon. No, because you don't have benefits or anything like that. Okay, so to be... To, You're so, just third so party. They said most of the cuts will be from Amazon's corporate departments. But when you said, you said they employ 1.5 million? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, okay, I don't know. Oh, you think they could cut some of? The no, no. He's saying what th that number does that include? I was wondering what the definition does of that an include. Just a third, like a third party seller. Yeah, oh. but I guess I guess it can't. And if you think about all the warehouses, I mean, there that takes thousands of people to to man. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure it is probably 1.5 million. Uh, Meta, Twi Meta, Twitter, Snap, and Vimeo have all cut jobs recently as well. Bed Bath and Beyond. When was the last time you were in one of those? Uh, over the weekend. Get out of here. We. Uh, oh we no! Sorry, sorry. I'm thinking Bath and Body Works. I always mix the two up. Bath and Body Works, my, my daughter. why Bed Bath & Beyond is going to be out of business. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, uh, I mixed it up. I know the last time I was in one, we were doing wedding registry. So oh, they've yeah. been in Which is basically 2019, 20, something like that. Well, their days might be numbered. Uh, they are in serious financial trouble. In a th yesterday filing, Bed Bath & Beyond said there's a substantial doubt about the company's ability to continue. Third quarter sales for the company were, were really bad because of, their words, lower customer traffic and reduced levels of inventory availability. Hmm. I, you know, that place always seems like so cluttered. There's so much crap inside Bed Bath & Beyond. They use almost every single square inch of that place to put something. I never felt like the store, you know, because they make you do the lap. I never yeah. felt like the store was cluttered until you get towards the end or, you know, back to the front. And then there's tables just piled with crap that's in the back like in the back there's the tables piled with crap i just mean all the stuff they're trying to catch your eye with in the beginning in the front by the registers like oh, oh that's cluttered yeah that the, does feel cluttered uh when you walk down that first aisle it's usually the kitchen stuff they they block the middle too with with stuff ah. yeah i so. mean it was a cool place if, if where's the last uh did that one in, in on, on on manchester there is. I think there used to be one on Watson, but I don't know if it's there might there. be one in Brentwood. I can't remember where we even went for it. Manchester is, that's the, not good. is a big one, next to the Best Buy. Okay, that's no. probably the one we went to. Now they're going into the beyond. Uh, yeah. President Biden and Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell actually agreed on something this week, which is crazy. Uh, spending a billion dollar 
spending a billion dollars for a new bridge between Kentucky and Ohio. It's part of a $1 trillion infrastructure project that hopes to repair the bridges that Americans travel across 170 million times a day. The American Road and Transportation Builders Association says nearly 80,000 bridges need replacing and roughly 45,000 are rated in poor condition. I only bring this up because the states with bridges in the worst conditions, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Iowa, Illinois, and Missouri. Oh, no. They taking all bridges into account because I feel they like have there's to. a whole a like whole, those backwoods. Yeah, we and there's a, a couple that go over the Missouri that are like old railroad uh, bridges that look like they're from the 19th century. Yeah, there's rust just everywhere on it. And you ever float down the Missouri? Uh, not on purpose. You see a lot of bridges. You go, what the hell is that? What? When was that used last? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that stuff needs to come down. So I'm assuming they're counting everything. All right, so we finally got our first racial parent of the year nominee. Uh, Now, not funny. (laughs) Usually not for good reasons. (laughs) Uh, A lot of parents struggle with with cyberbullying because it's it's difficult to control what's happening to your kids. But one mom understood it so well that she got in on the act. So a 42-year-old woman in Michigan, Kendra Lakari, was arrested after she cyberbullied her own daughter and the boy she was dating. Oh, the harassment went on for over a year. It included 349 pages of text and social media messages. Oh, my gosh. And she was doing it anonymously. On and a- she was kind of sophisticated about it. She used a VPN to cover up her tracks digitally. On a mission. She changed up her vocabulary to, to use, like, hip slang to make it look like the messages were written by classmates. And she even tried to frame another student for the harassment. This is a horrible woman. And at first, the victim even went to her mom for help. But when that didn't work, because obviously the mom was doing it, she went to authorities. And the investigation went on for around a year before the mom was caught. Kendra was hit with five charges, including stalking, obstruction to justice, and using a computer to commit a crime, which is a felony. This very bad woman is looking at 20 years in prison. Yeah. Well, if you remember, wasn't it here in St. Louis that that mom pretended to... Yep. And she... Megan Meyer. Yeah. This is not good. Her mom was at the, the charity bowling event that we... Yes, 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 yes. That we did with, uh, with Iggy from TMA. Yep. And uh, finally... Remember last year they discontinued the Klondike Choco Taco? People were yeah. up in arms. Yeah, never tried one, but I think when we looked it up, it looked pretty good. Well, somebody's trying to sell a rare discontinued Klondike Choco Taco <laughs> that's still sealed on eBay, and they will ship this thing on dry ice for the low cost of $25,000. Oh, my gosh. Nice. Yeah, I remember this thing. Look at that. Oh, baby. That looks good. Co- I missed out. You I missed did. out. You missed out. I'm sure it'll that come back. It does look great. Uh, so you could buy you could buy one for 25 grand. And here's what the listing says: one sealed Klondike Choco Taco, Choco shipped with dry ice, discontinued. The item is properly packaged and stored. Per the manufacturer, the expiration date is December 31st, 2022. So it is a couple couple days past due. Hmm. That does look so good. This is probably like a college kid that. Is finally moving out of the place and nope. they clean out their fridge. Oh man! Nope. <laughs> no, because they they explain. Oh, free shipping. 
guys. <laughs> That's a good deal. Within one business day with dry ice to ensure delivery. They write, be part of history by owning one of the most expensive <laughs> Choco Tacos in history and support my growing family of four children while doing so. Oh, Dude, you'll nice. be up there in George Washington. You'll be part of history. Look at these different varieties. They had a... Um a chocolate one of the original one, which I presume is just uh, vanilla butter. here. Peanut butter. Look at that one. Mm, yeah, I like man. the OG one. How do I get this? Yeah, Twenty-five grand. Yeah. Do they still have? Um, I haven't really been in a gas station all that much, except for like Wally's, but I don't consider that a gas station. Um, do they still like basic gas stations? Do they still have the little freezer just right by the door with this kind of stuff yeah. in it? Yo, yeah. That was so. That that, that was, was that was like the treat if you could get like uh, you know if you could convince your parents if you to could buy convince something. Convince your parent like, hey, just. Oh, can I get one of those? And you know there's seven things in it. And if they say yes, before they change your mind, you just open it yeah, and grab whatever's can I, can I on top. Stick? Can I get an ice cream stick. sandwich? Can I get that? Like what you're just grabbing, hoping yep. you can get one. All right, that is your news. One final break, we'll come back and wrap up. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. To say that uh, we appreciate you being with us and listening to us. It's an understatement. Thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Rest over the weekend. We'll be back on Monday with, uh, with Clownvis. going to be in studio. That'll be fun. Super Love Clownvis. Love Clownvis. All right, blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon. What do we got? Everything we covered on the show today. Uh, Friday Fails, that was a big one. Uh, some, some, some positive sports updates. Uh, make sure you check that out on Tomorrow uh, uh, Hamlin. Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> I took four shots today for the NFL Pick'em, and I got to say we got to find a different gun because I am still in so much pain. <laughs> that is on our Instagram if you want to check that out. Our socials are uh, at R-I-Z-Z Show. That's Twitter. That's TikTok. That's Facebook. That is Instagram. And, of course, the blog is up at uh, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today the title is? The title today is My Underwear Doesn't Fit. Okay. There you go. Perfect. Find Thank that on you. all podcast directories and leave us a rating and review. It does help other people find the show. And, again, we appreciate you guys so very much. Anything else, fellas? Mm, well, we played that it. song earlier from uh, Moon's bandmate. My bandmate, Mark Roth, is called uh, "It's uh, Walk Like an Egyptian. And I'll be posting up on my socials, all that stuff. So uh, check it out. Go to Spotify, Gordon T. Walk yeah, Like Gordon an Egyptian. T, Gordon T is the artist. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Walk Like an Egyptian, the, the Bengals yeah. classic. It's basically Mr. T, but replace Mr. with Gordon. I think people <laughs> got it. I think, I think everybody's got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, man. All right, I got to get out of here. Uh, we'll leave you with a selection from our uh, Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hot Shots, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit, visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. Rusty Gardner from Waterloo is our Team Riz member. Yeah, Rusty, Rusty. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. Dobbs.